Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Casting the Spotlight, episode number 48. We are sitting here today. How's it going, everybody? It's here, the two of us. Hit here, uh, fuck, or sitting here like post-Ian's episode. Good mm-hmm. experience. We finally got him in the house. I know he was fucking looking to come on for a while. Yeah, he was uh, an awaited guest, for sure. Oh, yeah. No, he. I mean, he supported us from the early days. He's, you know... It was a good time. Yeah, we got more. Get we're fuck. We're coming up on episode number fifty. Yeah, so that's kind of wild. Sad. Yeah, it uh, doesn't seem really that long ago that we were like, "Oh, the podcast was legal to drink," and then it was twenty five. Yep. Yeah. I remember the like the call when we were trying to figure out if we could do this or not in the first place. We're like, "Yeah, we both been listening to podcasts, uh, you know, here and there and whatnot," and like. It'd kind of be fun to sit down and try something like yeah. that. Was that before the one that we that just never... Not the one that didn't make air, because we went with the first episode that still hasn't been released to this day, but we also went with... Like, we also attempted it earlier than that, remember? And that was the one where the audio got really oh, screwed up. Yeah, yeah there was <laughs> our first two just never... No, well, the first, the second yeah. one, the second first one that we went with is our official first. Is still not been heard because we recorded on my phone mm-hmm. instead of the app when we should have used the app and it would have been able to translate. Now we would have to put it up on YouTube and like thumbnail it to make it look like something yeah. you know, listen to or watch for like an hour because I think we roughly did an hour. You know, it's kind of funny because it's like that'll never get seen by anybody unless somehow this thing blows up. And there's, like, want for it. Yeah, there's, like, a movement for it. <laughs> Release episode know. one! A bunch <laughs> of outdated it's shit. Early, early days. <laughs> it would be, I mean, I'm sure we were talking sports from, like, that year and just different bullshit like that, too. Yeah, probably, probably, I'm guessing, Batman. I think, the thing is, the first one that we tried to attempt was just we, we couldn't go with the date for that and for some reason after that we didn't reattempt it for like two and a half months because I think we did it late March was the very first attempt 2019 and then we didn't because we screwed up the audio we just were like man well, let's figure out a better way to do this and then uh, we actually used the anchor app and I think like in June yeah like June 10th that was the official date that it said we shot the first one. Yeah. People are going to be like, oh, man, you guys might as well release it now. Fucking the first ten minutes of the segment are about this. The first <laughs> few minutes of the episode. Um, yeah. Now, I mean, we'll probably start off with the good, the bad, and the shit, so why not uh, early? Yeah. But, no, like, I like I was thinking about that for, for the future. I mean, the episodes and shit like that. Like, it's kind of surprising not a whole lot of more people have asked. Like, where's, it's like, where's episode one? It always says two through yeah. 40, two through 44, or two through 40, you know, six, like, will be released. I mean, if you go look at the episode, it's kind of funny two's how we did we called it, yeah, number two. Because we had to revive, like, and reinstate, like, episode two because we thought we lost the audio. Oh, yeah. At the time. I mean, we were wildly inexperienced as, you know, these things tend to start off. Yeah. But... I mean, we fucking got it done. I mean, we're still decently inexperienced, you know. Yeah, it's we've, got, like our, we've got our we've got our shtick down. Yeah, and we kind of have to expand upon that, really. So that's just the way these things go. What do you think? You think we'll ever do a movie review again? <laughs> I mean, we could. We could reinstate yeah, it. We could put it back out there. Yeah, if we wanted to. I don't have a movie prepared at this moment. Yeah, I'm sure I, I did. Like figure one out, but yeah. 
Anyway, well, you want to jump right in? Yeah, I gotta ask you before we start. What do you think of this screwball? It's not too bad. It's not too bad. I mean, yeah, it's a like I think it definitely you can taste that peanut butter. It's pretty right? tasty. Yeah, the peanut butter is pretty good. It's like a candy that burns. It even smells kind of sweet. Screwball whiskey. I know. I like my candy sweet and sour. No, it's good. <laughs> Big fan of sour stuff, honestly. Yeah. It's one of those addicting things like warheads, even though they're gonna put you in pain and your taste buds are gonna go fucking crazy. <laughs> like you're gonna get for another one. You're like, oh let's try the black cherry one. <laughs> let's try you can't it. eat too many of them in a row though, because your oh, mouth they'll, is fucked. They'll up. screw your taste buds up for sure. Alright, well we're gonna start off with the good, the bad, and the shits. Tonight's episode, why not? Just like last time. Um you want to go first? Yeah, sure. It's just something that I've been trying to get into for a while. I've been playing it a lot on my phone. I own a board. I want to get into it more, but like I was telling you earlier, there's like no time for me, it seems like, recently, especially. Like, too much going on. But what's your perception on chess? I know you probably don't think about it much, but... <laughs> <laughs> a lot of time up here thinking about chess. <laughs> Not playing it. No, uh... I mean, I've attempted to play chess before. I think, like, me and Corey tried, like, a long time ago. But I don't even know if we were playing it right. Yeah, every piece moves differently. Yeah. And much more... There's, can o- the pawns can only move... They have, like, a special move they can do on their first move. But then they can't do it again. Yeah, there's see, I would like castling like different shows. There's a lot of different like strategies to chess. Yeah, I, I have no idea even about the rules like essentially, but I mean I've tried to play before. That's why they have these sayings. Oh, this is chess, not checkers. Like it's a more it's a game of more complex moves. The so there's a reason game. why checkers sells more than chess. Yeah. It was because it's a you know it's a simpler game, game that more people can you know figure out. It's a very much simplified chess game. Is very classic. Gentlemen, it's like yeah. you can actually learn. It was like a general's game because it's all strategy and tactics. Like you could, you could literally use that as a battlefield and think of it as like war tactics and how to move. Like it literally is like a war strategy game yeah. if you like break it down and look at it. Because you're protecting the king and the queen. You don't want them to get hurt, and your pawns are like your soldiers. And you got your knights that are worth a little more because they they're on horses and they can move like. In, angles and shit so it's like you literally have like your first line of defense is your foot soldiers and that's all the pawns and then yeah everything behind it can move like special is it like the same uh format on the phone as it is in real life or like are all the moves the i mean the moves are the same and the pieces are set up the same it's just i don't feel like you'll probably learn it as well without like seeing the board and being able to like sit there and think about each move and like do you know how to play i mean you know how to play though? i know how to play i'm not good yeah you know like i could probably be beginners some of these chess master people i mean they know how to how to get out and conquer anything. and that's just recently that i've been learning how to play because i bought a book on it and i've been like reading strategies on it kind of and like trying to like beat the com- do like their computers on the phone and they go up like in difficulty every time yeah but 
I'm sure if I sat down with somebody that like knows how to play chess and they've been playing, you know, for a while, they'd probably still kick my ass. Because it is one of those games that I feel like it's like you like you never really get. I mean, there's masters at chess, but it's always something you can kind of improve on because there's like endless strategy. Yeah, and shit. You know, I'm sure like a whole variety of moves that can be made. Well. I mean, I know, like, I know how much, how difficult it is to, yeah. to very mental, mental. Like, to play. That's yeah. hard for Oh, me it's definitely too. a mental game. Because, like, I feel like most of the things that I've been kind of good at, like, game-wise, has been, like, with my hands. Like, I can, I can play shit that involves a ball, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, sitting down and playing shit, it's like trying to do a whole different, use a whole different piece of my brain, I'm like... It was way harder for me to catch up on because I feel like that's not how my brain operates necessarily. Yeah. Well, playing games with the ball, I mean, you need a little bit of hand-eye coordination. And yeah, and it, I mean, there's mental shit that involves in that too. Yeah. Like, but it's you moving your own body instead of like trying to yeah figure out moves for all these little pieces. And that's the thing about chess too is that it, you gotta like. To be really good at chess, you have to be able to try to map out two to three moves ahead of the move you're about to make. Yeah. You gotta like know where what you're trying to do before you like even move a piece in motion because everything can lead to something else. And you gotta try to guess you're like, Well, I can't move this here because that would set me up to get captured by this or whatever so it's like that's why chess matches sometimes last a whole fucking day and they don't even finish because the like true chess masters are sitting there like 20 minutes on each move and shit. <laughs> I'm gonna say... Might even say underrated, honestly. Because I think it would take... I think modernly it probably is a little underrated. Yeah. I think it takes an enormous amount of, you know, a strategic mindset that understands the game, like, to play it well. Mm -hmm. um, and I, and, you know, I'm sure it used to be a little more, like, you know, popular, like a lot of, I'm sure, board games. I know a lot of people still play board games, but yes, still, in general, like, you know, a lot of people are playing tablets and playing digitalized, you yeah. know, shit like that, too. Board um, games is like a family night thing now. It's yeah. Like, we're sitting around, we're going to play. I mean, we always had those kind of categories. nights. Yeah. Played a lot of stuff like that. Maybe not categories then, but I mean, life. Yeah. Sorry. And, like, go fish and shit like that. No. I guess that was when I was younger. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with underrated for that one. I think so too, probably. And the crazy like it's crazy to me whenever there's like these nine year old chess masters that are like beating like grown adults at it. Mm -hmm. Like grown men and women who've been playing forever and this motherfucker's like nine, just like it's like making his moves. It's like this dude's gotta be a reincarnation of a general or some shit. Like how does he know? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna grab another beer. Alright. Freaking. Clinking around in there. Old Bojack joining the set again today. Got to mess with the cords. He's not even really messing with him. He's just laying on top of him. I know. He might have cut that audio off with Ian. <laughs> was it was it Ian or was it where we were? No, it was with Ian. It was with Ian. Okay. Um, all right. Well, let's take a look at the old list here. Uh, actually, I don't even have to. I just I know. Now, I mean, obviously, me and you are big seasonal people, like, especially, uh, you know, October, 
Halloween. We were just talking about how like damn early we have to start the horror like movie lists because of so many we want to watch and like i it's doubtful we'll get to even as many as we have in prior years this year because they're both busier and shit too and yeah we get the you know obviously we're back at it hardcore with the podcast which we need to release some during horror season this year oh yeah even if we fucking you know are watching a hell of a lot of films but back to my point like you know especially christmas and halloween we're both pretty huge on and some of the other holidays, but I love it feeling kind of like the season. And a lot of oh, times... Oh, yeah, those two really make it feel like A lot of it, like, feeling like the season, like, you know, you bring out your holiday decor, which most people have a Christmas tree, or maybe at least, a, you know, maybe a few things about Halloween. Some people don't give a fuck about Halloween. Yeah. I hate to be those miserable people. <laughs> um, but I will say that, well, my topic is seasonal decor in general, like, just... The importance, you know, kind of basically like... Yeah. Because, I mean, you can still... Some people don't have anything for Christmas except just the tree. And, like, you know, you got a tree up. That's the kind of the main thing. Uh, but, like, I mean, I really enjoy kind of making the vibe feel like the vibe setting the it's stage. Exactly and I like it definitely any, helps make it feel like that time of year. Yeah. You know and, I mean? I mean, like, other seasons, too. Like, it, it doesn't kill me if you keep your house the same for, for fucking... You know, St. Patrick's Day, the 4th of July, Memorial, you know, like, just other holidays that are like, well, there's some stuff, but they don't have, they don't have to have a ton of different shit put out. Yeah. But especially the seasons in the later part of the year that are really seasonal, like Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, it helps all the more because it's getting colder out and you're typically inside, so it's just kind of like, that's what you're surrounded by. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel like that time of year. I mean, some people, you know, we're not going to, we don't have to get into all that, but obviously, like, some people aren't even... You know, certain holidays remind me of shit they don't like, so they don't want to be around Halloween, Christmas, yeah. Thanksgiving, you know, all that stuff. But, I mean, as far as, because we're holiday people with certain fucking holidays, for sure. Yeah, definitely those two, Christmas and Halloween, for yeah. sure. Yeah. But, I mean, I, there's people, I'm sure, like, that can get carried away with it and stuff, but to me, it's not even like, like, the people that are like, oh my god, this motherfucker's setting up all the Christmas decorations outside, shit, it's like, what does it hurt, man? man? Yeah. yeah, it's like... <laughs> I like to drive around during the Christmas season and see the lights and shit. Like I think I think it's cool. It's like because yeah. that's not something that happens any other time of the year. You no. know what I mean? So it's like it livens it up too. And in kind of now I'm thinking about it during like the winter, like when people do get a little more down or it gets colder and gloomier and stuff like that. It just like it kind of helps spike the yeah. season a little bit. That like you have. That's why January and February are shit. Oh, yeah, because there's nothing. And and then some people look at Valentine's Day like, it's just dumb. They're like a pissed off single people. (laughs) A lot of the time. Yeah, I mean, you know, fuck Valentine's Day, though, you know? it's I don't have anything wrong with it. I don't hate it, it, but it's kind of a dumb holiday. (laughs) I just think people... You know, like, but it's just like anything else. You don't have to, you, you don't have to only give thanks on Thanksgiving. Like, whether or not you, you know, it's, that's, that's kind of more what it's become about these days is, like, being, you know, thankful for things instead of just being like, well, you know what, and talking 17, blah, 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 with the, I mean, know. I guess it gives people a reason, guys and girls, like, if yeah. they're really after somebody and they really, like, like this person, but they're scared, it gives them yeah, the balls yeah. around Valentine's Day to be like, you know what? I mean, I'm gonna ask. I've been on Valentine's Day dates that are not like it's not it's not bad like to do that, but people also will just shit on it because they're so 
It's by not by no means my favorite holiday. Obviously, no. it's in my least favorite month. <laughs> I don't think that so. Many people's favorite holiday, honestly. No. Um. But like, just you know, fuck. I mean, we got into Valentine's Day hard, but. I mean, the seasonal decor, especially for the holidays, that, that makes sense. It's I love, like, I love smelling the fall scents and shit like that in the in the fall and, you know, in yeah. the season. Like, it really brings it alive, opening the windows, having those kind of warm, well, this is important, the leaves on the warm, ground, the jack-o'-lanterns on the yep, porch. Warm days, cool nights. Not cold, yeah. not hot. It's just a little Oh, yeah, more. fall, especially out here in the Midwest, is fantastic. Because, like, the days are, like, still, like, 60, 50... Say, you know, sometimes early 70s and like they feel nice mm. fucking and then like the nights are a little cooler like in the 40s or, or whatever at least around here which we see that demographic we know St. Louis is listening <laughs> we know that second most Festus is listening <laughs> shout out to you know California, Ohio, Washington we knew we had listenership a little bit at least in California but like yeah, it was kind of some of them were a little surprising, like Ohio. Like, who the hell is listening to Ohio? I love them. Shout out. <laughs> you got all the serial killers, but fuck it. They had a few. They had the good ones, you know? <laughs> <laughs> they had them when they were the real serial killers. <laughs> Not these pussy. <laughs> these days, you're getting caught after two or three kills. <laughs> Acting like forensics are better. <laughs> Get better, you know? Yeah, and while we're at it, all you motherfuckers that are listening to the episodes just with the guests, you know! You we know. see that shit. Yeah, we see all that shit. We know who's fucking... We don't know. Because they're not going to hear this episode. No. Oh, the ones that are listening to the guests? Yeah. Well, fuck them. No. Honestly, like, it's it's just kind of funny. I'm like, you know... Any support's good support, though. Well, it is. And... and you know, they know that we always come back to, like, these episodes anyway, and, like, a lot of our listeners that will always listen, listen anyway. Sometimes it's attributed to our uh, advertising strategy, which, or lack thereof, <laughs> but uh, a lot of the time, like, I mean, I get it, too, because here's the other thing. When that person gets tagged and all the shit, when they share their stuff, they're getting seen by all that person's kind of group of, you know, friends and family that want to tune in also. Yeah. So it does pick up the podcast and more views and whatnot. It is funny to bitch about, though. Oh, no, it is. No. No, you fucks better tune in. We're the ones that started this shit. It's true. <laughs> First nine episodes, there was nobody on this one. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so seasonal decor. <laughs> Honestly, more and more modernly, because, I mean, I can't really say, because I wasn't alive then, but it seems like back in the day, doesn't it, like 50s, 60s, 70s, like back then, showing the holiday seasons, like with Halloween and Christmas, everybody went all out, it looked like. Like, kids filled the streets trick-or-treating, everybody had jack-o'-lanterns out and shit. Like, it was big deals. And like Christmas, they would line the streets and lights, all this shit. Like, and it seemed like, I was like, that looks dope. Nowadays, yeah. I mean, there's still people that go all out. But there's so many bare fucking houses around the holidays where I'm like, nobody's got shit up. This looks fucking, this just looks like another month, man. This might as well be like March out here. Like, so I'm what? Gonna say, <laughs> <laughs> there's, no, 
There's not shit happening. I mean, what? St. Patrick's Day. It's the start of spring. There's St. Patrick's Day. People are hanging up hella decorations. It's, yeah, shit, though. It's... Yeah, but March is like when st- things start to warm up, like the gloominess and roughness of the hellacious winter. There's no involved in seasonal decor. That's all I mean. It's like the, nobody's got shit on the outside people, of the house. People do have like no, I know. People do have like spring shit they set up, but like it's the time of year when her shit starts to fuck. That gloom starts to fade and it starts to yeah. fucking blossom. Is March? This is why I'm like, man. But it isn't shockful of well for me, my birthday's in March, but like. There's there's a few cool things for sure. A lot of the 31 day months are the best months, to be honest. WrestleMania season's really heating up in March. Yeah, really. true. Um, <laughs> but that's why I'm like, that's more the middle of the pack, maybe a little above. Maybe like we'll give it like the fifth best month or something like that. But seasonal decor, man, I'm gonna say modernly, just like chess, it's a little underrated. I don't think people do as much as they used to for the shit. I mean, I still decorate for Halloween and Christmas, but that's about it. I yeah. might hang up, like, a shamrock or some shit for St. Patrick's Day or, like, a heart for Valentine's Day or something, but I don't, like, decorate. St. Patty's Day is dope. It's just... Oh, yeah. It's, it's definitely more... It's even more exclusive than, like, the later of the year holidays, you know? Yeah. Like, and a lot of people are just very... The First of all, the biggest marketable holidays just purely are Halloween and Christmas anyway because there's so much to them. So many fucking things to put up. Mm. So much decor and stuff, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's insane, like, you have to February and March is just holidays that are excuses to get drunk. Like, Mardi Gras and St. Patrick. Yeah, and, and, like and if your past. date stands you up, you can just get plastered on <laughs> Valentine's Day. Yeah. No, that hasn't happened to me. <laughs> I'm sure that's, ha- like, they'll just be at the restaurant and then they, uh, dude, I feel, I feel just terrible for those people. For what people get stood up on like on Valentine's or no, any yeah. time really, but if you're like you're at a restaurant waiting on a date and they yeah. just don't show and the waiter's like, Are you ready to order? Like you see that shit on TV shows and even on a TV show, it's like this is fucking heartbreaking. I like, say order the steak and stay at the restaurant anyway. Yeah, I just, would too. Just fuck it, you know. You you so deserve a good meal, I'll and you don't you. gotta pay for that motherfucker or for that <laughs> bitch. You might as well <laughs> go all out since you're already dressed up and you're out there. Be like, I'll take the ribeye, medium rare. I'll take a fucking double shot of whiskey on ice. Yeah. Oh, you <laughs> might as well have a nice time. Dine out meal, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I would agree. I like. I think it's it makes the season a little more enjoyable, a little more um, just... It feels good, like just to have you know, be surrounded by like what's the what the hell is going on? Like you'll enjoy the season more if you're yeah. surrounded by the shit that make it what it is. It kind of brings you into the like the mood. It really does. Like, and I don't give a things. fuck, man. I'm a sucker. I like I like candles. I like the scents and shit in yeah. the in, during those times of year. Yeah, I mean, they definitely. I can see how they kind of went a little outrageous with it with the fall scents, but like most nah. of them, most of them smell good. So yeah, they do. What do you got next? Uh, so, this is just talking about the OGs, because nowadays, I mean, they have 900 different kinds of edibles and shit out there. Ooh. But, like... I haven't noticed. <laughs> what's your opinion on just the OG edible brownies? Um, so I mean, they still make them. They still make like cakes and 
Yeah, they brownies do. and muffins. They got a lot of other ways to make it uh, efficient. Oh, it's so much though. Like, oh yeah, little gummies and drinks even. And but some of those brownies, man, you get somebody as the right batch, like they'll oh, fuck yeah. themselves up with it. Like whenever Red Kitty, Midge, and Bob got all <laughs> fucked up with them, I made special brownies. That seventy. I was just hopping down <laughs> the old bunny trail, <laughs> and some guy offered me two hundred dollars for the Vista Cruiser, so I sold it to him. <laughs> Kitty, you sold Eric's car, <laughs> and she just started busting up laughing. <laughs> Damn, no, I'm going to say fair on the brownies because um, it would for sure, like, I mean, they take, brownies are good anyway. Oh, yeah. But, like, you get the right person, make the right batch of brownies to make you feel pretty fucking good from an observational standpoint. <laughs> it sounds like a good time. I that think is the problem with people, though, that make their own batches. That's just the problem with edibles making your own batches. It's like it's hard to find that. It's like damn Goldilocks in the soup. Like it's hard to find that just right. Like it's either like too too weak or too fucking strong. Well sometimes like the THC content is skewed anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? You never really know if you're buying from an outside source instead of a dispensary. Like if uh, the shit that's on the label is really how much the dosage. Oh yeah, and then later the dispensaries in the in the legal states get fucking shut down, and you're like, wow, maybe I was paying for something that wasn't even the content that it said <laughs> yeah. it fucking was. And but yet, if it fucked you up and you got the result that you wanted, yeah, fuck it. It's like you give a fuck. Really doesn't matter if I mean you're in the state that you were going for. Yeah. You know? No, do you move that you feel shit? a little relaxed and. I, I do I do enjoy a good brownie, if it's you know, oh yeah. shit. I mean now just any of those like cakes like, you know they can be really they're good. a little heavier but they're good. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of good gummies out there. That's the problem when the shit's too strong though is then it kills the taste of like, the brownie or the muffin or the whatever it just tastes like wheat. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> This needs to chill out a little bit. I'm trying to taste a little bit of this blueberry muffin, man. Yeah, they're like there's infused everything. I mean, they got Cheetos, Doritos, yeah, you know, fruit roll-ups and fucking all kinds of just different Rice shit. Krispies. Drinks like sodas. Yeah, and I, I mean, there's nothing like they they don't really make now. I mean, you can easily some. I mean, they found a way, you know, to break it down into. A, be able to mix it into batters and mix it like into drinks and it's oh, wild from a plant. Shit. Oh yeah. I mean a lot of this stuff came from plants. Yeah. Came from what we were talking about last episode. Yeah. Came from trees, elements that's insane. And yet we built like we actually built the things that build the things. Like factories and like the metal and all the compartments and parts and shit like that that you need to make all these products and all these products had to go come from somewhere. And like that's an insane amount of yeah. fucking manufacturing, learning. And how the fuck did the cavemen get by, you know? Beat each other in the head with some sort of a piece of bark or something. Like, they didn't even have shit to screw anything in with. Like, how did they build anything? 
that had just fallen the fuck over. <laughs> the first person that admitted a screw, they were probably like, holy fuck. Oh yeah, you can actually... We don't gotta balance this shit anymore. <laughs> the ruler, man, that was a big breakthrough. Yeah. Something straight. All right. <laughs> we can measure out shit now. <laughs> Well, we had to come up with the concept of measuring out shit. Dude, there was all hammering shit into shit. There was a whole lot of primitive ass shit. Like, in trial and error through all of time. And, like, you know, if you think about it, is is primitive and, like, early on is, like, all the shit in, like, like the, you know, AD, like, or even BC, but then AD and so on, like, after the cavemen and all that stuff. Uh. Into, like, the Roman era and all the other, everything that followed fucking Columbus and then like the start of the country and then like everything that happened like it sped up faster than like ever the like the longer time went on like if that makes sense oh, yeah. it makes plenty of sense but like it like the last even hundred years we have completely outdone ourselves of almost all time before that yeah and like it keeps going faster it's like what is gonna happen when it hits a point where we just it's just not sustainable like when the immo- when the irresistible force meets the immovable object, and it literally just collapses on itself. Or when we just run out of space and material to keep making the bullshit we're doing. It's like it's they're gonna fucking cross at some point, man. I just made that noise and made those hand gestures. That's right. <laughs> fucking, but no, it's gonna meet at some point. So I, yeah, I mean, is that the collapse of civilization with, with the development? that we have had in recent times, I mean, even dating back to 1700s, you know, up to now, like, and the population increase, and the material decrease, and the space decrease, like... because these people keep having... We're going to run out of room, and we're going to run out of resources. It, it's We're either going to do that, or yeah. we're going to tr- just fucking trash the place entirely. It's not... I don't think... That. They're like, oh, we're going to 10 billion or what? It's like, that's not going to be sustainable, man. It really isn't. Plus, there's tons of land that nobody's on. Yeah. But you can't exactly make a lot, like, especially here, and just be like, no, you're moving here and doing this. Because then that's also taking, well, that's taking away freedom. land away, too. Because there's yeah. a lot of people that have vast amount of acres. Oh, yeah, you would have to compensate. And sometimes whenever they're trying to build, like, say, downtown or whatever, they're trying to build a new stadium, like, Everybody that has to move has got to be compensated or otherwise, you know, accommodated somehow for that. Yeah. Because it's just like, okay, well, if you do this and they try to get people to move, it's, uh, and that was part of uh, what I'm going to, or that movie you should watch, uh, There Will Be Blood with Daniel Day-Lewis. If we do reinstate the movie segment and we just kind of converse on air about, like, the watches and whatnot, we could. Fuck, we could make it happen this episode if we wanted. Yeah, I could come up with one on my break, probably. Um, but that is a movie you really should see. That was a hell of a movie. I mean, and he was... That was one of the ones he won an Oscar for, but that had yeah. to do with some of that. And like, he... I mean, it was a, it was good. It was really good. I mean, he's a different level of acting, because there's, like... I mean, people say... Three Best Actor Awards. The only one ever that won three, yeah. like, Lead Actor Awards. There's an argument to be had, people say, that, like, acting's an easy job or acting's easy, and, like, 
I can see the argument for it on certain things where it's like sitcoms or voice acting and shit, yeah, it can be easy because all you gotta do is kind of like hit your mark, hit your joke, look over here, blah, 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 like, or like, you know, soap operas or like Law and Order shit like that where they do shit like on the weekly and you just gotta yeah. go in and film your shit, like, in their I can see that being a little simple. But then you got guys like, you know, Daniel Day-Lewis, Leo DiCaprio, Brian Cranston, people like that that are like, these motherfuckers can act. And, and they you know believe I mean? they are the character when they embody it. Like, whenever Daniel Day-Lewis played Abe Lincoln and shit like that in the yeah. Lincoln movie, which is a great and he won a Best Actor for also. Yeah, they said during the filming that he was Lincoln. He just he was oh, acting yeah. like oh, yeah. Abe. He just, <laughs> he didn't want to, he wanted to be addressed as Mr. President, didn't he? Yeah. I believe that he wanted to stay in that role. I mean, those people, there's no way they don't also take, like, I mean, if you're a great actor, you don't, but, like, there's no way you can't take some of that home with you if you're not acting like that, that intensely on set. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. I agree. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people that just, it, you know, it took everything out of him and shit yeah. like that. I mean, we were talking about Joaquin Phoenix and Joker earlier and everything. And I mean, he didn't he win? He won Best Actor for that. Yeah, I think so. As he, I think he really should have because as good as the movie was, like, his acting was insane in that. Like, it was so good. He's another one. And, I mean, he can play a lot of different roles, too. Yeah. Yeah, he's... I watched Ladder 49 not too long ago, too. And he was... That that was years, years ago. Mm -hmm. That was, like, maybe one of the first movies I remember being in that I really recall who it was. I don't think I actually saw that, but I remember my parents renting it from, like, Blockbuster way back in the day because they, like, off the line. Yeah, it was good. It was good. And he played that, too. Um, And he's another one that, yeah, he can kind of, like... Like Christian Bale and shit. Like his body just looks fucked up in some movies and shit. Joaquin Phoenix. I watched The Machinist with Brendan last year. Uh, that was, I mean, he was skinny as fuck. It was kind of wild, like just even seeing him in that, like losing all that weight. What did he like? He was smoking cigarettes and like eating one apple a day, wasn't he? Was he? smoking cigarettes, eating an apple, and eating one can of tuna every day. Jesus, I mean, that's enough to get your bodily functions working. Yeah, for he's sure. Just that's like I think his freaking doctor told him now that he's getting older though he was like dude you gotta like there's you can't do it anymore you're gonna die like yeah you can't method act to that level when you're approaching like 50 or however old he is you know best Batman of all time man like yeah he was he was really Batman there it is oh you already mentioned earlier anyway (laughs) just going over the old shit but no, I mean, I was talking about this with somebody the other night. Is like you actually cared about Bruce Wayne and his some of the like the you know late like the eighties nineties Batman's. Some of them were really good and they were comicy and whatnot. But like mm-hmm. you didn't give a fuck about Bruce Wayne that much. You just wanted to see him as Batman whooping ass and going through. Some really, shit, I feel like I liked the villains more in the older movies because they had more yeah. of like a backstory and a character than yeah. Batman did. And yet, Clooney's piece of gold masterpiece. <laughs> he was just George I'm being funny yeah oh yeah he was just hopping around he had a cape and cowl on he didn't give a fuck I'm gonna pray who gives a fuck <laughs> dude but Christian Bale like even in like his acting in American Psycho was really fucking good they right? were supposed to play or they were supposed to um, make a fifth one with Chris O'Donnell and 
George Clooney in 99 called Batman Triumphant, which I don't know about that title either. And that was one of the dumbass things they said I remember reading about. They're like, they were supposed to make a title. They're like, that was one of the issues they were running into. The lack of titles for the Batman movie. It's like, I can come in, I can come up with 50 titles off the top of my head right now, like for things, just yeah. for different shit. I'm like, you know, it's just something I could do, but like, I also, I'm like, what do you mean? These are, these are world-class fucking writers and people that are, that are creators in Hollywood. And like, you, what do you mean you're, you're lacking names? That's what they said. They probably didn't um, want to do another one. Yeah. Well, in '97, they like after the success of Batman Forever '95, like they were pushed. They were trying to fork out fucking Batman and Robin, which it was ill prepared to be dropped in the box office and released, and they just kind of blew through it. And I mean, it obviously did not do well critically. Kids liked it, but that was about it. Was cool. I liked honestly. I liked. I liked liked Schwarzenegger as Mister Freeze. I liked Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy. I honestly didn't think. Um, the Bane was shit. Let's be real. Yeah. Well, I mean, he is true to the comic. And Alicia though. Silverstone did a really, probably a really poor acting job as Batgirl. Some of the scenes were just not good. Yeah. I think, uh, I mean, Uma was good and Mr. Freeze is cool. Like, I could see her playing Poison Ivy. She did a pretty good job. Chris O'Donnell was a good Robin, like, all the way through, I think, with what yeah. he was given. And that he made sense. Head. He made sense for Robin, too. But Clooney and Batgirl... No, not very. But also, that script at points was not the you know was not the strongest either. Why did they just not? Was it like? Oh, I know there was on set issues. I know during Batman Forever, like uh, Tommy Lee Jones didn't like Jim Carrey, and <laughs> I don't know. Wasn't there something with Val Kilmer too? Because I always wondered. I was like, why didn't they just bring Val Kilmer back? Like. I think he only wanted to do one. I don't think he intended on doing any more than that. But a lot of people bitched about him. Like, they said he was, like, too wooden as Batman. Dude, he was better than Clooney. He was definitely better than Clooney. <laughs> I thought he did pretty good. I don't. I also don't think Affleck did a bad job at playing a more aged Batman. Like, some people thought he was going to be atrocious, and I questioned why they would bring in such a, a pretty big actor like Affleck to play him. Yeah, it it makes a little more sense for Pattinson because even though Pattinson's well known, he's still younger in his acting career. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, it kind of makes sense if he wants to add this to his resume. And now, I mean, fucking, we're gonna see Keaton back in a few months or however long to play the you know in the Flash movie, and he's gonna be in two movies after that sometime. They said, so he's gonna play him a few more times again too. Who? The guy that plays Flash. Uh, Keaton. I thought Keaton did a pretty damn good job. I would honestly maybe even still say he was an underrated Batman, even though he's not one of our topics. Yeah, what the hell were we even in? I think you, had, you said something. Oh, no, yeah, I did the uh, edible brownies. Okay. Um, <laughs> look at that. All right, well, let's transition a little bit. We'll stay in the celebrity vein of things. Um, celebrity involvement in pro wrestling. Not when they're full-time, which now, like, Logan Paul signed a contract with them, and Ronda Rousey coming from UFC, and she's also in there, which some people don't have terrific things to say about her second run. They don't believe her. They don't like it. I thought, her, think, I thought her performance at SummerSlam was pretty decent. Yeah, it was. I no, it was I, I don't... I think that people were about it, and then, because it was a long time between, and people saw some of the stuff she said, they weren't... And, and obviously, this is not even what I'm talking about. Like, Ronda Rousey's... 
all you know she's a superstar now anyway she's not even just a celebrity like she's actually signed a contract and everything you know is performing like whatever however many wrestling matches she actually has to she doesn't really wrestle in Raw or Smackdown too much Oh, it's mainly like the pay per views on SmackDown and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. She'll still build the like draws and, but yeah, not really a whole lot of scheduled matches. But you know, over the course of the stuff that we've seen, like we were talking about Lawrence Taylor earlier in Mania um, eleven, what ninety five yeah. against Bam Bam Bigelow in the main event. You know, Floyd Mayweather at WrestleMania twenty four when we fought the Big Show. I mean, we got tons of different celebrity oh, moments, yeah. like. I mean, Muhammad Ali was Bad at the, the first WrestleMania, wasn't he, or the third one? Yeah, he was at the first. Um, Mr. T. Yeah, Mr. T was in a match. Mm-hmm. It was in the first Mania match. The first Mania match didn't even have a belt on the line. It was a tag team match with Hulk Hogan and T versus Paul Orndorff and Roddy Piper. Yeah, it was like uh, that event <coughs> was like one of those old... Uh, boxing pay-per-views like it was just like a celebrity thing like there was a bunch of celebrities in the crowd well, and shit just like hanging out there and bringing celebrities is a way to make it you know larger than life yeah quote unquote like just oh let's involve people outside eyes yeah well let's, let's involve people in the mainstream let's have them give somebody a clothesline like um rob gronkowski a few years ago or several years ago whenever like who mojo raleigh won the andre battle royal or something he yeah. came out and like had a little part and whatnot, or helped him win even maybe. He came out to celebrate. I thought that he was way. gonna have a. He was supposed to have a match, but then he Bronx? re-signed with the NFL, so he couldn't. Yeah. Well, he's he's a little beat up. Yeah. But he. Oh, we'll oh yeah, his that body too. is uh, basically bionic. Dragging around the story. <laughs> but I don't know. I because there is positives and negatives to it. Like the there positive is. is it's going to attract a lot of outside attention and eyes. and people That you that, wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah, that people that wouldn't really watch wrestling or WWE or anything like that, like, they're going to tune in or they're going to at least keep up with that just because they care about the person that's in it. They're like, oh, I kind of like this guy or whatever. I mean, speaking of which, like, there's, like, a few times, too, where there's, like, celebrities that come in and they're like, they'll take a pretty crazy spot and you're like, damn, I gotta give this person a nod because they like, they straight up did some shit. I didn't like, I, they didn't have to do that, obviously. Like, they came in and they wanted to. Dude, Machine Gun Kelly, yeah. did he take a freaking table spot? We, he got powerbombed off the stage through a table by Kevin Owens. By Kevin Owens. Shaq, he got knocked Shaq off. Too. Yeah, those two are the ones that come up to my mind like immediately because yeah. it's like, they took pretty hardcore spots for just being the celebrity appearance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just coming in for one night even. Not like even building a storyline. Like they just came in and they're like, I want to get fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they would do it unless they were wrestling fans either. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they're, they want to be... For a long time, people were really uh, promoting and trying to get Shaq versus Show to happen. Oh, yeah. Just, I thought that was going to happen I did for too. a while. I don't know why I did. I mean, then, then Show got older and needed like 20 hip surgeries. Now he, yeah, he probably shouldn't. I don't know, dude. Is he going to come back as Captain Insane? I don't want to see it. <laughs> I'll be honest. That is something that I'd like to see. From the fucking water boy. <laughs> I, I feel like nowadays, though, he almost missed his time with that. Because I feel like, I mean, there's still going to be a lot of people that get the reference, but the younger crowd's going to be like, what? Yeah. Oh, there's going to be some people that don't understand it at all. 
They'd be like, no, this isn't Captain Insano. What the fuck are they talking about? This is, this is Paul White. I've seen this guy. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I can see the negative of the celebrity appearance thing is, like, if the wrestlers that aren't even on the card being like, so you got room for fucking... Or they have, they're in a pre-show match. Yeah. Or they're, yeah, or they're just not in a, you know, a good match. So like, so I'm not even on the card, and then one of the most prominent matches on the card is, you know. See, like, this year had, I think, like, five different matches or something like that, that either a celebrity, maybe it was a part-time or two, I'm not sure, that uh, were involved in the matches. Like, there was a lot of, it was a lot of matches like that. Johnny Knoxville, Bad, no, Bad Bunny wasn't this year, was he? Logan Paul, technically, at the time. Logan Paul, yeah. Pat McAfee. I mean, Austin came back. But he's obviously a wrestler. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, his lifeblood. There was another big celebrity match, too, wasn't there? Or no. Uh, there might have been. But you said Knoxville already. Yeah. See, some of those are pretty entertaining, but, like, you know, even Stevens said, no pun intended, <laughs> even Stevens, um, that, like, I think that that's kind of something that he found disgruntling was the, uh, the amount of celebrities, like, filling some of the matches up, you know? Yeah. Because it was a lot less. I mean, it, yeah, it does. It fucks the people over. But if you're looking at it from... The business is going to prosper. The business standpoint. Prosper, yeah. Then it makes a lot of sense. Now that they have Triple H, I don't know if you'll see as many. But they're still going off of... Or that you think they're going to... get it? Well, you think they're ever going to refer to as pro wrestling or, or anything as much? Start saying probably. that again. I mean, like maybe a little bit. Some. They're probably there's for sure still going to call them WWE superstars. Yeah, that's their It'll branding. Be entertainment of them. It makes them probably. seem larger than life, and all their people are very branded through stuff like that. I can like see them sticking with the entertainment thing just because it's like it sets them apart. Well, and, and that's another thing. reason you can bring in the celebrities. It kind of crosses that barrier. Yeah, it kind of makes everything mainstream. And now look, like guys like Triple H and like a lot of them are getting interviewed in Sports Center again, mm-hmm. and like they're on first take with Stephen A. Smith and you know fucking all those guys. I mean, AEW though too, if you really look at it, they've had quite a few. You see Kevin Gates on a few weeks ago. Yeah, he was just he on. knocked somebody's ass out, Sterling or whoever the fuck, Tony Nese and Sterling. Yeah. Yeah. Which I kind of thought was that whole segment was random because it was just like. Swerve and Keith Lee in the ring talking to Kevin Gates in the crowd. It's like, yeah. what the fuck is the point of this? We can't hear what he's saying. I think it was because of that. They were trying to be Kevin Gates' name affiliated with yeah. what was going on. But it was still so random. From an observational like, standpoint. They're coming out hanging, like, they're coming out celebrating their what? Their title victory, right? Didn't they pick up the titles? Yeah. So they're like, it's supposed to be their celebration night. And then they're like, but shout out to my man Kevin Gates releasing this album. <laughs> and they start talking to him. It's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it was all to set up that spot with uh, Gates and whoever the fuck, uh, Mac, or yeah, yeah, no, uh, Sterling, Mark Sterling. Yeah. Which you knew as soon as he came out, he's like, I want you to sign this. It's like, he's getting fucked up by it. Oh yeah, there was a cake <laughs> sitting there. It's like, he's getting that to the face. <laughs> um... I think... He's a pretty big bastard, though, so I could see Kevin Gates doing something in there. Not, like, even having a match, but, like, even just, like, suplexing or powerbombing the motherfucker or something. Yeah. <laughs> Would you... What are you thinking? 
Because I don't know, because it's hard to even judge from the way that it's viewed, perceived in the world, because, like, people that aren't wrestling fans, like, aren't, like, dedicated wrestling fans are like, oh, that's cool, like, they had this person come yeah. in, like, that's pretty neat. But, like, the dedicated wrestling fans are like, man, you gotta be fucking kidding me. My guy's not even on the show, you got this <laughs> stupid motherfucker in here. <laughs> oh, they always hate it. <laughs> They're taking up all the spots! I, I mean, it's but they, they are. are. They really are. They are. But they're trying to attract the most eyes possible. And, I mean, that's the same reason they bring in part-time guys. It's the same reason they let a cross-branded, cross-sport superstar like Brock Lesnar do whatever the hell he wants and get paid a shitload because he brings all the more eyes. Every pay-per-view that he's put on attracts more people because they're mm-hmm. like, fuck, it's Brock. Like, what is he going to do? You know, you throw him on the card, you know, it sells out. Yeah. The stadium sells out. So it's like, same thing with Ronda. I mean, that's got to be attracting some people because she was like a role model for like a lot of people that were UFC fans or like girls that, you know what I mean? Like, for a lot of people. And, so uh, you ask in just celebrity appearances in just WWE? Celebrity involvement in just pro wrestling. I mean, there are time, There are things I really like. Like, I'm a big fan of Jackass and stuff, so I thought the Johnny Knoxville shit was and pretty really, entertaining, and, really, and I liked it. And really, we could even specify whenever celebrities have matches if we wanted to, because the appearances I wouldn't have an issue with anyway, because it's, of course, oh, he's here, and it Vaughn's here. Eyes. It's, yeah, it's like, oh, fuck, let's say hi, you know, whatever, they're going to put the camera on him. But, like, they go to the events, it's like, I have no issue with somebody just being there. Or anything or like that. Or even if they bring them in to actually have a statement yeah. on the show. If they're like, oh, you know, we're in whoever's hometown tonight. And they, like, yeah. come out and they do a little something. Like, I, I think that's even cool. But, like, when it comes to, like, one of your biggest shows of the year and then, like, giving matches to celebrities and shit, it's a, that's when it gets a little dicey. Yeah. But... Because, like I, mean, I wouldn't have a, I wouldn't have a problem. I'm not even saying I do have a problem with the matches. But, like... I like the appearances don't matter. It's like you're gonna fill your show up with something. Like people are gonna get featured, whatever. Like I get it. Like because, you know, the same way applies across a ton of industries. You know what I'm saying? Somebody gets, oh, they're here today. Now we're gonna focus on them. We're gonna, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a big thing. Like I get that. But, you know, they're whenever they're actually involved in the sport. Like another one, David Arquette winning the WCW World Championship. Yeah. Hey, you tried to make up for that. Yeah, he did. No, I like Arquette. I mean, I don't like the fact that he got killed off screen when those little bitches, they killed him? What? Yeah, that was fucked up. <laughs> and this isn't a spoiler. We're, we're six months past the fact. You should have seen it if you gave a damn. Yeah, if you really were into the screen that much, you would have probably seen it. Yeah, they would have. And they know it. <laughs> but do recommend for anybody that's been David Arquette or pro wrestling to check out that You Cannot Kill David Arquette documentary. Hulu, right? Still? It's yeah, a, think that so, was yeah. a good doc, honestly. Yeah. And I don't blame, like, I mean, I, he didn't even want to win it at first. It was Russo that said, oh, it's going to make the USA Today headline. He's like, do you think it would have made the headline if Diamond Dallas Page had won the title? He's like, no, you know. I mean, that's the thing about Russo is, like, I agreed with some of his points for sure, but whenever he was left in charge of a sinking ship in WCW, like when it was already going downhill, and he had in char- he was in charge of like full creative and booking and some of the stuff like that, man, that was yeah, it was 
for lack of better words, given a monkey who might have a few ide- good ideas, who might have some good ideas, a loaded gun, like, it just gives him free reign to do anything he wants. It's like, I don't know about that. I mean, I'm not also, by the same token, I'm not for current state WWE in, in a lot of ways that have 26 riders compromising and, and or all else fucking watering down some of the shit yeah. you see to what comes on TV because they can't agree on something or like whatever. It's like, I like it to be, you know, it needs to be the smart people that know what the fuck they're doing, collaborate on what the best idea is, you know what I mean? Or like assign teams to different, you know, spots, different, you know, whatever. Like, but uh, I think you got to, just like anything, Congress, checks and balances. Like, you got to keep things in check. Like, you got to have somebody to sort of, not necessarily be even the devil's advocate, but definitely keep, you know, it's the responsibility of every citizen to keep their leaders in check. You know what I mean? To keep them, to hold them responsible to kind of thing. And I think that... uh, you know, I think from a create, I think from a creative standpoint, though, a whole lot of things could change because them switching to this TV fourteen rating, it would also be nice if you let guys and girls like be more themselves and like come up with their own content for for promos. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like have their own character more. But for God's sakes, just stop changing their characters when they reach. Yeah, if awesome. nobody's into it, they're like, "Oh, it's a failure." Six weeks and then they try something else. It's like people are just going to get tired of the rebranding all the time unless they can see it's genuine and sincere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, as silly as some of the stuff Jericho says in AEW, it's still like he's coming up with these different ideas and he's constantly trying to reinvent the wheel, reinvent himself, and uh, to stay relevant. And like a lot of the time, if it works, which a lot of things have, which is why we're getting this wizard shit now, which is funny... Um, like, if you have a proven track record, it makes sense... To kind of be relied on, you know, and some people, don't get me wrong, would probably prefer scripted promos and written, you know, stuff for them to make it a little simpler and to figure out like yeah. how Orton used to be, how to deliver the material that they gave. <laughs> I'm sure from time to time, whenever he thought it was stupid, he probably went in there and was just like, okay, we're gonna change this because there's no way I'm saying it like this or I'm doing this. I mean, I bet seen a lot of the guys that are especially like. You know, and even Punk said that. Like, yeah. like anybody else go backstage and tell Vince, hey, I'm not doing this. Like, he was talking about how him and, you know, Cena would always go in and do it if they wanted something to change. And they're like, listen, they're like, I'm going to do this differently. But, I mean, you are supposed to know your character the best. How do you know anything about yourself on TV if you're, you know, being given all of your rules, all of your, your whole character? You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, this goes back to really celebrity involvement in wrestling. I mean, despite having appearances that I've really enjoyed, because there has been some celebrity appearances that I've been, like, pretty psyched for, I think overall, like, Snooky? what it does... Yeah, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> like, what it does for the wrestling world, though, I'd say it's, like, a little overrated, probably. Yeah. I can see it. I can see a case being made. I mean, I don't know if now, because of how heavily they involve them, I can see a case for it being underrated. I don't think I could. Like we said, if it's just celebrity appearances, that's cool. Yeah. But, like, if it's one of your flagship fucking pay-per-views on the year, and you're like, we're going to book you in one of our big matches, it's like... Yeah. (laughs) Why? (laughs) This person's a singer. Like... (laughs) 
why are they getting a spot when you have literal trained pro wrestlers just sitting in the back? You yeah. Know? I mean, it takes a lot for them to like book people in one-on-one matches and just you know if you if and you I get a prominent so if you get a prominent spot on a card like it's on like the, the mania card that's a big fucking deal. Oh yeah. And that's the thing, even the celebrities like they do have to fork out the time if they are in a spot like that to you know. I don't think McAfee did bad, honestly. No. Either time, like, I mean, he and he's a massive fan. Like we said, Logan Paul, he started out as just a celebrity appearance, and he was really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez, excuse me. And they've been boxing, like they've been athletic for years. Like they're not yeah. just topping in there after. And that's nothing. what helps with both of them too. Is like they're not phased by a big. Like a big old crowd, like they they performed in front of big crowds, so that's yeah. not really intimidating either. Like they, they it's just, got, like I'll like you gotta give him his due. I mean, he fucking he looked pretty good in there. Like Logan, yeah, kind of insane. Like you can adapt to it if you know what you're doing, and they obviously have some sort. of... He has uh, some sort of passion for it. Otherwise, he wouldn't have done this. Like he even said before, like. Me and Corey were talking about this this past weekend and everything. It's like he's never even worked really for anybody. He's always done his own like YouTube content and all that. Now he signed a contract with a boss, you know, for WWE. Like so, I mean, they're gonna use him. Like they're gonna utilize him for sure. Yeah, he's. I did not expect that uh, splash through the table. Yeah, really at all. I was like, oh damn. Especially since it was the second match. I was like, they're not going to fuck up the announce table already. Especially since there wasn't two. A lot of times, the second match is kind of like, all right, well, what do we got after the first? But they did that whole Bailey returning and Mm -hmm. stuff and then took the little breaks. Like the second match, which sometimes it could just be a throwaway match or like a squash or one-sided match. Just because like, and that's, we were talking about that this too, like this past weekend, is that the second match or the, the first match, like, some people are like, ah, oh, you're, like, low on the card, but you're really, the opener is an important spot. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're setting the tone for the whole night. Like, you're, if you bust it out and, and you impress the people from the get-go, then in their head, like, because we've been there, like, where we're, like, thinking about it, we're like, man, like, it's going to be hard to top that. It's like, they, you, they made the impression on the night of how good the match was, mm-hmm. and it fucking blew them out of the water. Like that one year, whatever. Uh, yeah, that's an important. On you know, a wrestling card, it's a really important spot, I think. Whenever, uh, whenever AJ and Shane had that match years ago in the opener, that was like one of the best wrestling matches on the card. Yeah, yeah, that was <clears> a really <throat> good match. Yeah. Um, anyway, I guess we can. A lot of times now, and it's not even all the time, because I mean AEW did that MJF versus Wardlow, and that was a squash. That was the opener. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times on like on cards now too, there's like a big match and then kind of like a, a throwaway match and then the main event. So another big match. They like break up two of their main events though with like kind of a. They don't want some of them to feel lackluster compared to like the last. That's why sometimes they'll have something smaller between like the main event and you know yeah, yeah. weird just saying. And a lot of times now where you go to like an independent show. The mid-main is kind of like a big deal before the break. Like the last match that they have before they take the intermission. Yeah. It's kind of like a huge spot to be in. Um, what do you have next? You said overrated, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
Well, it's kind of a different direction, but uh, talk baseball for a second because the Suns playing now, and I mean he got a lot of credit in his day, but I feel like he was kind of overshadowed by a lot of the power hitters of the time too, like as well. So, what's your thoughts on Vladimir Guerrero? I was almost thinking you were gonna say him. I really liked Vlad, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, he was... I would smack the shit out of home runs <laughs> with him on, like, MLB The Show. Yeah, he was a hell of a power hitter. I even remember, like, him playing on the Expos and shit. Way back in the day, when I was, like, a little kid. But I feel like he was over... It's kind of like, modernly, there's some guys I still feel that way about. Like, I feel like Miguel Cabrera, honestly... For being as good as Miguel Cabrera was, I feel like he was kind of overshadowed. He was certainly overshadowed through the first whole portion. Then by the time it was like 2010, 11, 12, he started getting a lot of notoriety. Like when he would be in these the All-Star games, the Home Run Derby, and he'd start mm-hmm. pounding the shit out of the, out of the ball. Same with Joey Votto. I always thought Joey Votto, like Joey Votto, probably just because he's on the Reds, and the Reds are terrible, but like... Joey Votto was overshadowed forever, I feel like. Vlad, and this is what I'll say, like, Vlad was extremely fucking good, but he, yet, something was, like, he got in, he's a second ballot Hall of Famer. So the second time around, you know. I mean, that's still good, because they don't let fucking anybody in. I know, and for some reason, like Colin Coward was saying, it's just like, they never ever, and this is a great point, like, some people are or one way or another, or like a little mix about Colin or whatever. But he makes some really, really good points. And in whatever comes to Hall of Fames, and I've thrown this out there, I forget who, for whose episode, uh, they said, like, Hall of Fames, in general, like, it's how absurd is it that there's never been one unanimous player like voted into the into the fucking MLB Hall of Fame, yeah. And like I even said this, I, I think we already did talk about this on one of the podcasts. But it, it is really insane considering, you know, Hank Aaron, Babe Ruth, fucking Mickey Mantle, Willie Mays, Willie Mays. Yeah, a lot of these just Yogi Berra, all time great fucking players. Oh yeah, all time greats. Never was anybody unanimous. It's like either you have a degree of biases that you're putting into your fucking voting here. Uh, why would you? Why, why would you say no to Babe Ruth and uh, Hank Aaron? Yeah. Why, how? <laughs> and what, who? If they can't make it in, then who? Who deserves to make it in? Those like who's good are. enough? Like what do you fucking mean? It's like they're like arguably to to like the faces of baseball still modernly. Yeah. Like how in the world? Yeah. They made a name. Nah, I don't see it. <laughs> ah, a piece of shit. Like somebody, hey, Garen, no, nope. yeah, I, <laughs> not on my Hall of Fame. <laughs> Get in the Hall of Fame, not on my watch. <laughs> Fuck no. Somebody just fucking does it every time, just to, just so they're like, oh, I'm gonna fuck just to be up. the outsider. Yeah. Just like when they try to make the case, that's a prick move, man. Like, come on. Well, I'll tell you. Oh, like, how are you gonna give an explanation? For how Babe Ruth should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. 
<laughs> not not only not only did he because everybody thinks immediately of these extra base hits and these home runs and above all like one of the home for a long time the home run record before Hank Aaron beat it and whatnot. Um, what is the measuring stick? Like the motherfucker had an enormous amount of home runs. Played the outfield. That played you know I'm saying he played multiple places. He was a fat yeah. son of a bitch eating fucking all kinds of hot dogs, drinking beers, and smoking cigars. Like a son of a bitch, dude. And this dude still went up there and smacked the living dog shit out of the ball. That was the era he was in, too. Smacked. Everybody was doing that. And, and, like, he was, you know, overweight. He just didn't give a shit. And this dude, this is his... Power. But this is his offensive stats alone. He, he pitched. Pitch. Yeah. Also, and he did had tremendous fucking numbers. And he still couldn't make the Hall of Fame. Like, for it's... It's like these people are insane. No unanimous votes. Yes. Yeah, just... The people that are voting this, what have you ever done besides <laughs> voting these fucking things? What have you done? They just. You didn't go out there and hit all these. Go to baseball and look up statistics. But even still doing that, you would think. Well, he wasn't. He didn't have a six pack. You don't even need one in baseball. He had one in the dugout, <laughs> and he was fucking slamming them in between innings. So he was like eating a food that they don't like. <laughs> They're like, ah, piece of shit. Who this is crazy, man. He's fucking smoking two full fat cigars, fat cigars and drinking at least a six pack of beer during the game and still fucking smacking homers. See, Vladimir got inducted in 2018. He had a 92.9% percentage whenever he got voted in. He's in the Angels Hall of Fame, eight-time Slugger Award, nine-time All-Star, 99 to 02, 04 to 07, 2010, AL MVP of 2004. And this dude, like, he had an unprecedented career. His last appearance was in 2011. He started in in September 9th, 1996 for the Montreal Expos. So he played what? fucking 15 years in the major leagues, yeah. a lot of guys are, are in for three years and out because they they don't make it. They don't cut. Like, certain guys that are five-tool players. Until you make yourself... To even say... It's valuable, and then people try to lock you down for 15 fucking yeah, years. Yeah, like Juan Soto. And for, to even stay in the league this long is ridiculous. Albert Pujols, and people want to shit on him like for coming back, and not only that, but he's having a hell of a season. And... You know, this is like, what, his 22nd Major League career ever? Insane. The dude, the dude's the dude been playing, like, I mean, we put pools over and whatnot, but, I mean, he's, I mean, he's one of the greatest we've ever seen. Yeah, like, modern? I think he's a modern great. I sure. think Vladimir checked out really before he even needed to. I think I'd either, I don't want to get the record wrong, but, I mean, he might have refused to sign another contract, or maybe, I don't even know if they wanted him, or maybe they, maybe he just, you know... Wanted out of America, maybe one just wanted to go back to the Dominican. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of, whole lot of great players come from the Dominican. I mean, shit, he played in the Dominican Republic, in Canada, and in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um. Man. Yeah, dude. Like, there's not as many, but there's been some. Japanese greats in the MLB too. I would maybe say Vlad is a little, maybe not majorly, but a little underrated, probably. To be honest, I always liked Vlad. I was always a fan. 
I, mean, I, I really feel like he's a little overshadowed for how good his stats really were. I really liked his, uh, you know, obviously his Angels run, and that's what a lot of people know him for. I mean, his Expos run as well, but like his his Angels run, he like really started fucking tearing it up, yeah. and like that's kind of the the uniform you imagine him in when you think of him. Yeah. Yeah, I always like I remember being a little kid, like real little, and seeing him play. For the Expos, he's one of the, like that's one of the first baseball memories I have of like seeing him in a home run as a little kid. And he was an Expo. He played Montreal from '96 to '03, and the next year or '04 might have been the last Expo year, and then they diced it in uh, in state of the Nationals, who are now dog shit. They lost all their promising players. Yeah. Honestly. I- I would not have signed that contract if I was Soto either. Like, why the fuck? You don't want to stay in Warren. It's gonna, it's falling apart out there. It's falling apart everywhere. <laughs> it's falling apart in Washington, man. It's falling fuck apart. It. The Commanders. California. How do you think the Commanders are gonna fare? Oh, the Commanders are gonna be horrible. <laughs> but do, who do they do have? The Commanders have anybody? That's uh, the thing. I thought. Do they have uh, Antonio Gibbs or Anthony Gibbs? Debo. Where, where, where's Debo at? Debo got re-signed. He's on the Commanders, isn't he? 49ers. Oh, yeah. Oh, motherfucker. I'm fixing myself up. Can't imagine why. <laughs> but, I mean, Debo, hell of a player, too. He, he got like a three-year, like, I don't remember how much it was worth, but with him, it's like, dude, pay him what he's wanting, because that guy is, he's a utility player if you ever seen one. Like, that dude is all over the field. He's running back, he's wide receiver, he can throw the ball. It's like he can play everything on the offense, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a hellacious. Like, he can he do throws it all. in blocks. As much as I don't want to give the 49ers their due, as much as they whooped the ass of all like a lot of our favorite teams last year, but then the Rams finally stopped them. <laughs> Good. That was poetic the way it happened, though. Like, like, they just had to go on a spree of slaughtering some of our favorites first. <laughs> you Bud Light Lyman there? Yeah. Damn, that's some good shit. I was a little worried about uh, their game with the Cowboys because, you know, I'm a Cowboys fan, but the past fucking decade in playoffs has not been good to the Cowboys. So I was like, I wasn't, I was hopeful, but I wasn't like, oh, they're going to beat their ass for sure. I was like, oh, Jesus, this is going to be a close game probably. And it was, but... Dude, it was. This I thought the I thought the Packers were gonna beat him for sure. I know. <laughs> and Aaron Rod, dude. Aaron Rodgers, it's, man. It's gonna be interesting from the playoffs because I know. I still like. I mean, I, he won a championship, but it's like, man, people are gonna. If you you can't, you gotta go in there and you gotta hammer some motherfuckers. This down. happened multiple years in a row. That's what I'm saying. They're gonna remember. Like, yeah, he won a title, and as hard as it is to win a title. People are gonna remember all those years that they just they could not perform in the playoffs. Like just at, just so as like you finish thirteen and three and then get knocked out the not, first round. Not even to yeah, not even to shit on him, but literally, I was fearing that and thinking that I'm like, not to shit on the Cowboys too much, but I was just like, dude, if they keep doing this, people are gonna look at him like they're a fucking joke. They can smash people in the regular season, and then it gets next to the big boys. No offense, they fucking get smashed by these teams that are ready. Jerry Jones, he needs to fucking... Cal- he needs to Vince McMahon. That's all I'm saying. It's like they're... You know what I mean? Like, Well, that's what you said. You're like, they fucking sign superstars after they have a great year, but they don't have the fucking 
the utility, like the the upkeep to fucking keep up. And they up don't the- care about Jerry Jones doesn't care about building a Super Bowl caliber team. He cares about marketing the Cowboys as being America's team. He doesn't give yeah. a fuck about building winners. He just wants them to be the most marketed team well, in the if, NFL. Here's the thing. They're selling Flash. Like, they're selling Superstar. Like, oh, you go to Dallas, you're a super... It's like, oh, well, what about winning a championship? You were yeah, in it's the like, 70s and 80s. It's like, what about winning a championship? Isn't that important? Well, we're going to be a superstar if you go to Dallas. You're going to be a, a Dallas Cowboy. And that's because of... It's like... Because they are, they do have a huge fan base, but also because in those, in the times, like when they had Stallback and Aikman and, you know, yeah. like Emmett Smith and all these guys from like the 70s, the 80s, and even into the 90s, like they were beating the ass. Like they were winning a bunch of championships and they had a bunch of all-star players. So now it's like Jerry Jones is still riding that momentum. It's like, dude, that was 25 fucking years ago longer, maybe. Yeah. Like, that's not that team anymore. You got really good players on the oh, team. Oh yeah, you got great players on the team. Like I don't understand, and it just shows it's a really big defense. The Cowboys' defense struggles, and their offensive line isn't great. They just have these games. They just have these years. They win double digit games. They smash some of the people. You know, Dax and Dax has. Uh, oh yeah, I love Dax. he has fucking Dax. Yeah, Dax. Dax. He fucking has greatness in him, but he just. I really like that. I don't think it's, even, but I just, you know what I'm saying? He seems like a cowboy. Like, it seems like the fit of a lot of the guys that they have, it seems like it works. It's just, if you want to get past a certain point, you got to do more. Like, because every time they go up against these teams that are really good teams, they get fucking smashed. And it's like the same, the same way whenever the cow, like, Aaron Rodgers needs to learn how to fucking, like, whenever he goes up against these you know, these teams that don't necessarily mash up, you know, with him well. Like, they have a really good defense, and they apply the pressure. He can't handle it. It's like, man, like, you got to do more. Like, he'll put up great yeah. numbers, and they'll win 13 games. 13 games! And then they don't match up right with somebody in the playoffs, and they fucking lose it. They Like, just, the, the confidence is shaken, and once the confidence is shaken... Then some of the holes fucking start, you know, you start seeing some of the holes, and you're like, wow. Cracks begin to show. Yep. It's but if he's, but I mean that's the thing. Like usually, if he's in control, which fucking literally ninety percent of the time he is. Like, and once he locks into it, he fucking gets it done. But if if he's shaking in the beginning, it's you're like, oh fuck. He's a very uh, emotionally driven just person. Yeah, and that carries over into the is into the field for sure. But like, whenever he's locked in, there's arguably to, nobody better. Yeah, when it comes to like, I've seen him pull off plays where I'm like, that should have never happened. Like, I don't even understand how like, where he'll have like he'll be like scrambling away from all these defensive linemen and still like be on tiptoeing out of bounds and throw the ball in like this tiny little pocket and somehow hit it. And you're like. That's what it seems like that should be human to be able to do shit like that. But then, yeah, there's, like, when they play the 49ers in the playoffs and they only put up three points and don't score a touchdown all game. It's like, how did this happen? I, I don't even know. <laughs> I was disgusted. I was, yeah, it was it was rough, man. It's like the playoffs come, and 
that was like a lot of people were thinking that the Packers and Green Bay fans were just done with him after that, and he was done with Green Bay. I didn't know what he wanted to do or what he was going to do. So it's going to be interesting now for sure that he's back and Devontae's gone. And Isn't Russell in, where is he at? Is he in Denver? Yep. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. That's going to be really interesting. Oh, before we, um, what was your last one? I was glad. Okay, yeah, and I answered underrated. I said a little underrated. Let's just um, let's do this. My next one, and then we can take a break. I mean, we can take a break now, or we could just. I don't care either way. We're now we're sixteen. Oh yeah, we're a ways in. Yeah. You want to take a break now? Come back with your last one. Come back with my last one, then we'll talk some shit to him after that. Right. How about that? All right, we'll see you folks here in a second. Turn from our break there, and it's time for one last topic for the good, the bad, and the shits. I'm gonna hit you with an old food. Spam. What do you think? I feel like my take on spams. I don't know. Controversial. I feel like spam gets a lot of hate. Honestly. Yeah. Well, like people like to fucking people like to diss spam. You know what I mean? Yeah. They like to say it's some garbage. They're like, like you throw it together like bologna or hot dogs. You don't realize you can get some pure beef fucking hot dogs. You can get yeah. some damn good, you know, bologna if you go to the right place or go to the deli or wherever. Like, I'm not saying, like, all the packaged bologna is fucking 100% quality meat. You got to know what you're buying. But, like, you can get some pretty good stuff if you know how to shop and know how to, you know, Spam, man, buy. you can cut that shit up. Into as many slices as you want to. It comes in a block. You can make, you can make like nine sandwiches with that shit for like three and a half dollars. Yeah, it's fucking cheap. It's like, and I know that's crazy because, you know, spam used to be like a buck fifty, but inflate like everything's gone up. So, it's kind of insane that. It's still insanely reasonable, though, for the amount of food you can get out of it. Just, like, one little can? Yeah. Yeah. And you don't have to get the full-on regular spam. Like, you can get the less sodium spam if you're not trying to, you know, fuck yourself up too bad. Or you can, <laughs> Let you me be like picky about my spam. It's like bacon spam and shit. Yeah. There is. There is. I would say it's definitely underrated. You think? I mean... It's pretty good for the amount of, like, it's seen as garbage food. <laughs> like, it's one of the things that even people that are into it are like, I mean, it's pretty shitty. But, oh my god, it's super reasonable. It's kind of like Top Ramen, you know? It's pretty dang good for the price that it is, especially. It's like, it'll fill you up. It's reasonable as hell. And, uh, I mean, there's nothing, like, super special about it, necessarily, but it's easily edible, and it's super cheap, <laughs> and it gets a lot of hate it shouldn't get, bro. <laughs> I mean, it's not healthy, 
Yeah, but I. What's funny is I was gonna say like when I was at the store earlier, I was gonna like, and I still might just to let the people know. But those listening will find out. Uh, trans like just for a second because it was on my mind. Uh, tequila, like the tequila, like whenever like Weber first came in and like gifted me like the Blanco and the Reposado, you know. Mm-hmm. I was gonna tell them I was like, if you buy the Rocks tequila, like tell the people like listen. And, Buy the Reposado, like, buy the, the gold, like, the darker one. Yeah. I still haven't tried that Naho, but it looks, it's got, like, a little yellow and, like, black label. It looks fucking like it could be good, too. But the uh, the Blanco, man, okay, it goes down smooth, but unlike the Reposado, like, it feels like after you drink it and it goes down, it's like, oh, it went down kind of smooth. But then it's just like this, it gives you this, just blast. It feels like a fucking gas bomb went off in your esophagus. Yeah. It's like, just comes back through your sternum and lights your ass up. Yeah, it's rough. And I like tequila, honestly. It wasn't a sauce, man. <laughs> he took a shot of it. He's like, yeah, that might be the roughest tequila I've ever taken a shot of. The roughest? <laughs> yeah. What's funny is, the Reposado was probably the smoothest I've ever taken a shot of. Like, of tequila. Yeah, oh yeah. That's... And, yeah, the Blanco, man, it, it almost tastes like... I bought and I bought the Reposado again because that's it's more expensive. It's like five bucks more. I figured out too because people know which one's the fucking better one. I don't know if it's just something in my mind that like leads. If I taste like kind of a shitty alcohol or something that burns my ass off or something like <laughs> that, yeah, I automatically it tastes like cheap vodka to me. Like anytime I smell like rubbing alcohol in a liquor. Mm-hmm. I think cheap vodka. It's because we had years where vodka. we drank some piss ass poor vodka. Shout out my brother Devin. That guy still loves his piss ass poor vodka. <laughs> 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 oh, you know he's listening. He knows. He appreciates it. He got a free shout out. Don't no need to thank us. <laughs> I mean, for real though. There's times when that guy's like, oh. Come take a shot with me, and it's like pop all vodka. It's like that big bottle, plastic bottle shit. Yeah. It's like you. It's like ten bucks for fucking a big ass bottle. You you know it's if it's in a plastic bottle, it's not good. Yeah, it's questionable too. He's like, oh, we got this going. It's already poured me a shot. <laughs> like I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm not admittedly even on air like I'll like there are times when I'm definitely like in the mood to take shots but like historically I have not been a huge shot person like a lot of the time people do shots I mean whenever I was whenever we were younger a lot of the time oh, younger yeah. like we're, we're not old even fucking now but it's like it was easier to take shots even five years ago Dude, I could take some shots down whenever I was I could younger I can probably Actually, I mean, I could probably do some shots, but I'm like, man, I would rather take tequila shots, like, uh, you know, and I don't even have to have the lime. But in it's crazy, but, like, sometimes I even prefer taking shots on not a completely empty stomach, but a pretty empty stomach, because, like, if I had food in there and I, and it, and I reacted the way sometimes you do is just after taking some harsh fucking liquor, like, I would feel like it's coming up. I'd be like, oh, man, like, I can, you know what really disagrees with me is... Uh, is fucking stupid ass Jägermeister. Yeah. Not a big fan. Tastes like black licorice. It tastes in which is one of the only foods on this earth that I don't like. That my taste buds disagree with. 
I mean, it's, it's not black, great. Black licorice. Yeah, black licorice, dude. It's raw. It's, it's like shit. one of the. I've tried to like it. These where it's like, dude. I've tried to like it. I can't. Of anything can't. that you go to pick on the shelf and the, the candy aisle, you're picking black dude, licorice. Dude, any of these brown. veggies that everybody hate on, I would rather eat all of them than fucking black licorice. <laughs> all of them. Yeah. Like I'll eat fucking. I'll eat green beans, corn, you know, fucking broccoli, spinach. I'll eat, you know, something like sauerkraut. I'll eat goddamn whatever. I'll eat all this stuff. Peas. Yeah. All this all stuff. Before, and obviously potatoes. That's top line vegetable right there anyway. Universal. Yeah, universally used for, used for so many things, too. So many different types of potatoes and shit. You got potato chips. You got fries. You got baked potatoes. You got mashed potatoes. Yeah. Yeah, you can prepare them 90 ways. Yeah. Insanely good. <laughs> I love potatoes, too. But that's just... I mean, that's... You know. You're not really American. I would rather eat... Any potato. Asparagus. I would rather eat onions. Yeah, I would rather eat... Asparagus. All this shit... Before black licorice. Because it's shit. Would you eat... One whole red onion... Over... Eight ropes of black licorice. Yeah. <laughs> Eight? For sure. I mean, that's like the Twizzler <laughs> size ropes, you know? If it was one, no, but <laughs> if I gotta eat eight of them, that's still not that much. You could, you could double up at least. You'd probably eat two or three at a time. <laughs> maybe. It doesn't even make me interested remotely. Like, I mean, for a certain amount of money, maybe. For sure. I mean... There's very few things, and I've told people that I may have even said this on air before, but blue cheese crumbles and black licorice, man, I fucking don't yeah, like blue them. cheese crumbles don't like them. will ruin a burger. Oh, yeah. Well, they have multiple times, and I'm like, and I even looked, because a lot of the time, I'm not picky, and I don't, I'll eat it with mayonnaise, with mustard, with onions, I'll drink coffee, a lot of the things that are bitter and some people don't like, yeah, but I'll eat it and consume all of them. Like, I don't give a fuck, but like, I'll give you even blue cheese sauce. From like Domino's and oh, stuff that like that. Good. It's pretty good. But dude, I've ordered a spicy chicken sandwich before. And I didn't look at the full ingredients. And it comes back with these dog shit. <laughs> blue cheese. Actually blue. Moldy ass. Disgusting filth. <laughs> crumbles. <laughs> that ruin a chicken sandwich. Why would you throw that shit on a chicken sandwich Why? anyway? A spicy chicken sandwich? <laughs> As spicy as it can be, man, I couldn't defeat the nasty-ass blue bullshit. <laughs> couldn't do it. I could see blue cheese crumbles on a fancy burger before a chicken sandwich, even. I, that's, <laughs> it would ruin the fancy burger. I mean, yeah, it's, but you can see that being an ingredient on a burger before a chicken sandwich. Yeah, these people, it <laughs> might have been, it happened two times at least. One time at Steak and Shake. I remember it happened a few times to me because I was just like, ah, oh, fuck, because I was just like, a spicy chicken sandwich, fuck it. I was like, I'll get it. I'm not picky. Um, so I just assumed, you know, maybe it had some pickles or a mayonnaise or whatever, and like just the basic shit, the bun. And, I mean, I should have probably looked at the ingredients <laughs> yeah. like an idiot, but, <laughs> That's, but no, these people, man, fuck them and their blue cheese crumbles. <laughs> I'm not eating it. Don't want it. It's one of the only things I don't fucking want to eat. Somebody, Adam, Devin, somebody's going to be like, I'm going to give you a whole plate of blue cheese crumbles after this. You know, <laughs> honestly, though, there is a big part of me that wants to, like, if I was fucking rich, I would buy 
one of those wheels of the old ass, expensive ass moldy cheeses. <laughs> Just because I like cheese so much that I've got to try it at some point. I, I would love to try the like fucking $17,000 wheel of cheese. <laughs> That's like, because it's, it's all the like old Dude, ass shit that's I love, stinky and fucking moldy. I love cheese. I'll like, so many kinds of cheese are great. Oh, I love cheese. Blue cheese crumbles, not one of them. Yeah. Not one of them. Yeah, it's <laughs> not one of the top tier cheeses, that's for sure. <laughs> the pepper jack, sauce is good. Pepper jack, cheddar, fucking monterey, yeah, American cheese, Swiss cheese, they're Colby, all good. Colby Jack. Colby Jack's good. They're, none of them, I'll say, are bad. Really, it's like, you know, I'll eat any, like any of them. Like, uh, Bean, what does my grandpa bought? He's like, uh, or, uh, Havarti cheese. Like, there's so many different kinds of cheese. Oh, yeah, there's a, so many different kinds. Parmesan, even like top <laughs> Joey Diaz shit on shit. He shit on <laughs> cheddar cheese. <laughs> That's like a huge. I mean, there's like multiple cheese. kinds of cheese yeah. in cheddar. He's like, what the cheddar. fuck kind of <laughs> cheese mild, is cheddar? Mild, sharp, extra sharp. There's yeah. like multiple variations of just cheddar. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's why, like, queso, <laughs> like, in queso, like, that's why fucking the Mexican, like, the mix is great. Because it's got, like, four different blends, four yeah. kinds in one. It tastes oh, outstanding. Yeah. You melt that into chili or just some shit like that. Or you just taco. that up. And dip melt, it on, in it. melt it on nachos or something. Yeah. I do that too. Um, yeah. Cheese. Cheese <laughs> is the best, man. <laughs> but no, it's like... I mean, I, 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 a lot of times I buy like pepper jack cheese because I like... It's a little spicy. And like, I like... I mean, you know how much I fucking like spicy food. I don't even eat half of the amount of spicy stuff I used to, but I still love eating spicy shit. It's, I mean, I don't mind spicy shit, but there's a point in it for me. Like, I like it to be a little... Tell me those, I, ho- those emos hot wings are not some of the best I like it to ever be had. pretty spicy. If I know there's a... If I'm getting a food knowing it's a hot food, then I expect some spice to it. Mm. But there's times where it's like, this is just murder in my mouth. Like, I can't even enjoy... <laughs> This well, shit. you're not supposed to go to Bubble Wild Wings and eat the the mild and the blazing. Those are just trying to prove a point hot. Yeah, the blazing shit's ridiculous. Yeah. Hot ones, like some of the fucking amounts of uh, hot shit they didn't eat on that show. Yeah, the the, the bomb, I think, is that one that... The bomb! Yeah. Oh, it usually knocks people on their ass. <laughs> fucking DJ Cali was trying to act like he was a hard motherfucker. And he got yeah. through, like, he got the, like, sriracha, and he was like, nobody's supposed to eat shit like this, man, I can't. It's like, really? It's sriracha. What? And also, why the fuck did you come <laughs> on this show then? You know <laughs> what I'm saying? He's talking about motivation. He's like, he's like, I don't think people should give up, and blah, 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 and da, 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 and fucking, what's his name? Sean? Sean the, Evans. Yeah, Sean Evans. He's like, but, but you did give up. You know, you quit on the third wing. He's like, this isn't shit that people are supposed to be doing. It's like, you knew what the show was. Why did you come on? <laughs> but, yeah, I, dude, Tyler actually brought that up. He really <laughs> pointed out, man. Tyler said that that even made him, like, 
disliked you. Like, he already wasn't big on DJ Khaled, but he's like, that shit made me hate Dude, no, honestly. <laughs> honestly, he was, it was like the exact opposite. And like, dude, not just that, but he quit on like the third wing. These people make it to the tenth one, and that is, after you get, like, what is the, the uh, bomb six or seven? It's this eight. motherfucker didn't even, he made it, like, so these first three, anybody should be able to handle. On the you third one. able to get through at least five. Yeah. <laughs> and he, like, come on, it's, and it's one wing with the droplets and shit, too. Nobody's supposed to be consuming stuff like this, man. It's like, no, you can't handle stuff like this, man. You're a big old boy, man. I thought that, like, looking <laughs> at him, I'd be like, this guy can take down some wings. <laughs> no, DJ. <laughs> no, I figured, like, yeah, what the and fuck? He, even, he said some weird shit a while ago that, like, uh, eating a girl out is, is makes you gay. Like, he's, he's never ate a girl out in his life because it's gay to do that. I'm I mean, like, I can see being no, nervous about it. Man, that's... But saying it's gay, that's a little that preposterous. That just means you're shit in bed. <laughs> Dude, he can't handle anything spicy and he's shit in bed. What's going on? <laughs> and he might be shit in the bed. Which would be an excuse yeah. if you're eating hot shit. If you're not, you're just shit in the bed. I mean, and really, what does he do? I mean, he, well, he hops he, on at the beginning gets, of rapper's <laughs> tracks and he's like... <laughs> DJ Khaled he gets, he gets all the fame. He gets yeah. collabs together, but like I'm waiting to hear a verse of his that just impresses fucking. Even my if ass. you're a beat maker, that's cool. But I don't even think it. A lot of the beats are really basic. To be honest, that's the main thing beats. that made me want to. Even over anything that he's done, it made me want to shit on him because he couldn't handle beyond the third wing. I was like, this is insane, dude. Everybody been on there. Fucking uh, Vanessa Hudgens. She was on there. Easily got to the bomb. Fuck it. I think she made it to the final, like, ten. You know, all, or, like, Coolio. the... Coolio. Yeah. That dude, he fucked himself up. Apparently, the last dab, you're only supposed to put, like, one or two jobs on. Mm-hmm. He was, like, feeling himself because he got through the first nine and he was still doing all right. He's like, I'm going to drench this shit, man. And he just fucking... <laughs> 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 the last week. And he was dead afterwards. He couldn't even fucking finish it. Like, he couldn't do his promotion shit at the end. He was just like, I gotta go lay down, man. Somebody was like, I need some milk. Yeah. Some people oh. brought on their own shit. Aubrey Plaza was trying to dump milk in her eyes. That was crazy. She's like, I'm gonna put some milk in my <laughs> eyes. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you... <laughs> Why? I think she touched her eye on accident. But how would milk... How? I mean, I guess if your eye's on fire... It makes sense from a, like a, just a saying standpoint. From a logical standpoint, not... Well, really. put water in there. Put yeah, cold exactly. water That's in what there. you should put in there. Yeah, yeah. I think she was just kind of... But she was chugging milk. So she was like, I'm just going to put this milk in I don't even know if that actually works. Like, this, that time that me and Stevens made that bet about the, uh, the Women's Royal Rumble and whoever drew the, the loser... Had to, like, do something embarrassing. <laughs> and his was, like... Mine was pain. Like, I had to eat, like, whole... I, I had to eat, like, three fucking hot peppers and, like, the hottest ones we could really find that were, like, tameable. Except they had a fuckload of seeds in them. And the more seeds, the hotter the pepper. That's literally a rule of thumb. 
I got like three actual real habanero, like no bullshit peppers in California. And if I lost, I had to eat three of them and then jump in the pool in January. <laughs> so it was, mine was pain based and his, if he had lost, was he had to shave his fucking mustache and keep it like Hitler, like clean. For just until it grows back. like, But he had to clean shave everything besides just that little bullshit fucking you know, As crazy as your son, like his, like wouldn't even have, it wouldn't fuck you up at all. I think I would still do yours first. Here's the thing. Oh, mine yeah, was yeah. pain, but mine was roughly, give or take, 20 to 30 minutes of real kind of pain yeah. and intense shit. And his was... If he clean shaves, it was some really embarrassing days of humiliation. Go out and he like did that. have to go out in public. Like, he couldn't just, we couldn't just stay at home and fucking do nothing. Like, he had to at least go out a little bit and, like, have a modest, you know. Can't imagine showing up at work. Dude, everybody knows like, immediately what that fucking signifies. <laughs> that bullshit. You know what's crazy, dude? Hitler <laughs> fucked up. An entire facial hairstyle. <laughs> Forever! <laughs> Literally, there were people before him that wore their shit like that. Charlie Chaplin, like, that was a fucking facial hairstyle. And then after him, so bring it back. After him, it's like, nobody's ever allowed to do this again. Dude, we're like 80 years <laughs> after the fact. <laughs> Michael Jordan did it. Yeah. But I think it's. It's gonna be a controversial thing. I think it's different if you're a black guy. You could probably get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> like we haven't said anything controversial. I think anymore. walking around in public like that as Dude, a white guy is way more fun. His guy. was gonna be. He can grow facial hair pretty quickly, and I'm sure if he's listening, he'll appreciate the shoutouts. Even though it was about a bet we made like a few years ago, but it was really pain versus humiliation, and uh, it's kind of funny because it kind of goes with both of us too. Like, just the punishment. It's like, okay, well, his just looking good. Because, like, he don't give a fuck about nothing but, like, you know, being just acting silly, you know, doing whatever. But, like, to shave in the stash like that, going into public, I'm sure he'd be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> just, you just don't, yeah, that's not something I'd want to do. Or somebody, can you imagine being asked in public, like, what the fuck are you doing? Why, why you got your face like that? Someone would be like. Yeah, what do you know? People, like, dude, I lost a bet. People would be like, "Is this guy serious?" <laughs> <laughs> just walking around Walmart, I'm <laughs> shopping, just hair flapping. Oh, no, that'd be God. even worse if he had to get the haircut too. That'd be fucked. In the up. stash is a white, like a white person. That's dude. what I mean. I think if you're, you know, of ethnicity of any kind, it probably you could probably get away with it a little. I mean, unless I mean. Germans are white, but yeah, any sort of white skin in that mustache is just off fucking limits at this point. <laughs> Way to go, fucking hitman! <laughs> you screwed up everybody's uh, at least one facial hairstyle for the rest of eternity. We're still holding on to it. I mean, people say the soul it, patch is kind of a douchebag facial mine, style. That's a fucking... It is embarrassing. Mine, I will say, I could not even eat the whole three. Like, I think I I, clo- I got two. No lie. Like, my fucking throat, just because of how hot and how many seeds there were, 
Like, it actually started, like, closing up, and I could not swallow the rest of the shit. And I was like, motherfucker, I still got to jump to the pool as I got these sons of bitches in my mouth. I was eating, either eating two or two and a half of them. I tried to choke down three, but I could not fucking. My throat wanted to close yeah. up. And it, the pool was cold as shit, but, I mean, it was in California, so it was probably not as bad as it would have been here, but it was still cold as fuck. Because it was a dynamic of hot as fuck internally mm-hmm. and externally. I had to get in the cold ass pool and it was it fucked my shit all up. Oh, I was like I was like turning on the water trying to get glasses of milk. I was like drinking <laughs> the milk and like the put run the water on my face trying to drink the water and spit it out. It took me like 20, 30 minutes to get back down to normal before I before I like before the pain was totally gone. But I mean this shit man, those seeds the seeds and the, the peppers make yeah, all yeah. the fucking difference for sure in how hot the shit is. Because, yeah. like, Oof. habanero is not even, like, the Carolina Reaper. No, like, yeah, some of those ones. It's still a hot But pepper. what could we, like, what we get our hands on, and I, like, looked at these peppers. We, like, I think we might have even broken open for us. Like, they have, like, fucking 30 seeds in them, man. There was, like, an absurd. Yeah. And I tried eating three of them. I was like, this is, it just started closing up because it was like, Oof. And it felt like, dude, I was like, dude, if I try to, I told him, I was like, if I try to choke down another one of these things, I'm like, my throat's going to close up. Like, I'm not going to be able to breathe. (laughs) Like, these things will not have it. But, uh, I mean, it was what it was. He's got the video somewhere. And, uh, or I have the video somewhere. And I just started, like, running towards the pool, like, as soon as I tried to choke down these peppers. Did not go very well. Yeah, I ate one of those. Me and my brother split one whenever I was, like, 11. And I was a fucking horrible idea. I was young as shit. I just, you know, I blame Jackass for all the stupid-ass shit I did. But I was like, fuck it, I'll, I'll eat half, you eat the other half. And we, I ate one. I didn't forgot to wash my hands. I touched my balls. <laughs> I was fucked up. I was. I, we chugged, like, the whole gallon of milk ate like almost a whole loaf of bread I think it gets better gradually with decreasing like the hotness like with milk but I, I don't it's it's hard to kill it with anything right away you can't really the do milk it. feels good when it's in your mouth yeah. but as soon as you swallow it it's back to set it in there and then it's and then it tastes terrible mixed with that hot shit yeah uh, by the way did you save for spam one way or another oh well yeah I think I said underrated yeah I would probably agree to be honest with you um, it's, I mean, it's fucking good. Like, it's not a bad, like making even eggs and spam or whatever in the morning. Like I love making like bacon and eggs and just getting a breakfast going. Dude, you can these, even chop it up and put it in your mac and cheese and shit. Dude, those, these hotel breakfasts, like when we were away, uh, for Ric Flair's like last match, like weekend that I was just going for, um, were fucking superb though. I mean, they had muffins, they had this like pancake maker, they had bowls of cereal, bacon, eggs. You know, sausage, like, they would trade on and off bacon and eggs, which I preferred the eggs. I like sausage, but, like, man, bacon, oh, that's some good shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, you know, they had the eggs, they had bagels, they had muffins, like, blueberry, chocolate, or I don't think they had chocolate chip. They had these banana nut ones, which are good, too. I was like, man, like, whenever I have time and enough sleep to eat breakfast, I fucking love breakfast oh, food. Yeah. But a lot of the time, uh, fucking, like... Breakfast, like if I'm not gonna get up early enough for it, like I like making breakfast food even for dinner. Tastes yeah, so good. Good any time of the day. 
It's it's so good. Shit's good at midnight. I just don't eat a lot of breakfast nowadays because like I'm usually taking you know getting ready in the morning to the last minute, and I'm like, well, I don't have time to really eat too much. I just like heat up but one of those sausage I, and cheeses. I'm, I'm long away from the days where I'm eating three complete meals a day anyway. You know what I mean? I'll eat like yeah, maybe a meal or two, but then have like snacks or like bigger you know things like throughout the day and shit like that, or just maybe even six kind of small meals. Or whatever, like, you know what I mean? Um, but it's, it's fucking superb. Breakfast has a lot of good food, too. Yeah, breakfast has the most good food, I think. You think? I mean, I love burgers. Yeah, I don't know, like, like the thing is, I was having this conversation with, uh, Sam. She asked me about that, actually, like, about, like, which meal I like the most, and I was just like, well... And a lot of lunch and dinner stuff is kind of correlated, but yeah. for some reason in my head, I like the, uh, and dinner doesn't always mean, like, something fancy by any means. I mean, you could whip something together for cheap and fucking throw together a good dinner or whatever, but dinner to me is, like, it's the most immaculate in a lot of ways because, like, you go out for a nice dinner, like, you think of sitting down fucking rows and rows of just plates and, and, and diners and dishes and shit like that, just a lot, you know, lots of good food, like a steak, a salad, like you have just a whole fucking nine yards, you know, where you yeah. sit down for an official dinner, like you go somewhere you go for a nice, sit down. for a nice thing, like, I mean, I'm not, you know, dissing the other meals by any means, but like it's, it can be something just like a spectacle almost if you fucking make it, I mean, know, yeah, it's thing. like, dinner's, yeah, it's like, dinner's like the, meet up yeah, specifically, it's like the it. most profound Meal in a lot of ways. You're gonna go on dinner dates most of the time. Yeah. You go on date like shit like that. Like, For it sure. It's the most like. I feel like, get together meal. Yeah. Eat. I do too. Um, you know, like a lot of the lunch and dinner food is interchangeable anyway. Lunch is always pretty light for me. I have like a sandwich and yeah. then like a sandwich like a fruit. is lunch's best fucking friend, man. Yeah. Just like throw together a cold sandwich. Like you're like that's lunch. You know. I have like a sandwich of fruit. And like a bag of chips or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lunch is to kind of just make you progress with the day and shit like that, but it doesn't mean you can't have some good shit. Like I'll, I'll fucking even air fry, crispify those, uh, like just so those petite sirloin steaks and kind of put you know melt a slab of butter over them. Mm-hmm. Do the uh, the burgers and whatnot. Take those to work. Like you can make some really good. You can like meal prep some really good lunches and shit too. But. I mean, I don't know. Dinner's it's got an immaculate connotation to it. Like it's it just hearing it. Dinner. Mm-hmm. Fuck that word supper. It sounds like some eighty year old goddamn uh, chicken and dumplings is what I think. Of. I always think of like porridge. Like Yeah. Who have any supper yet? <laughs> it's like, yeah, if I was eighty five and fucking had chicken and dumplings. Imagine like Scrooge in his bowl of soup. Supper sounds like an old time ass fucking meal. Dinner, man, that sounds like some shit that I want to go to. <laughs> yeah, I don't really like notice one or the other that much. I think I definitely. I know what people it. mean by supper, but I I don't prefer that word by any means. It sounds like an old ass person's thing. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's probably it probably is the older. <laughs> so that makes sense. So, you don't know, like, there's not <laughs> porridge. <laughs> he said the word porridge. <laughs> I've been on the Goldilocks kick this episode. Oh. But yeah. I do think of shit like that when I hear supper. I just think like a hot bowl of some shit. 
Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, if a chicken and just some, like, flabby, just some, <laughs> just, <laughs> describing a meal as flabby. <laughs> just some bullshit that's easy to chew because it's, it's so fucking <laughs> <laughs> using nasty as a good a positive term <laughs> this disgustingly good meal man <laughs> it is kind of like it's, it's got a funny. tone of voice is all it takes <laughs> to make a very like a word that's used to make things sound very poor. Just turn it into a positive and be like, this shit's great. It's fucking nasty. Because <laughs> well, if we were talking about like a pitch or like a curveball in baseball and you're like, oh, that was nasty. Like yeah. you're like, oh, it was dirt. that was a good pitch. Like it was filthy. So like like the Orman Derby are talking about it. I'm like, man, we just ordered some nasty food. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like what well, you don't want to hear. You can describe that for like yeah, like music and like sports. That was filthy, <laughs> but not food. <laughs> <Practical> <laughs> food. You're just, I'm trying to get it if over. Some shit's man. nasty. It's nasty. I'm trying to get it over. Uh-huh. It really does all just lie in the tone of the voice, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now you it. It's you like use the opposite word. <laughs> Disgustingly good. <laughs> I can see somebody saying, like, isn't there some other word you could use? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it wouldn't get the same Not if I'm trying to point across. Now, if I'm trying to carve a path, if I'm trying to go, with, if I'm trying to be a go with the flower, maybe I would say fucking no. But if I'm trying to be different, I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm say to what the fuck I disgustingly. want. Disgustingly, that's my term for good food. <laughs> I coined it. I can just imagine like a waiter coming out. Like, How was your meal? It was disgustingly good. You're like, well, was it good or was it not? <laughs> if you start off with that word, they're just going to be like, what? <laughs> Dude, that was all the good, the bad, the shits, right? Oh, it was definitely the good, the bad, the shits. <laughs> but no, we were just getting into food. So like we could talk, literally, we could spend a ton of time on food if we wanted to. Yeah. Or even just like a <laughs> restaurant experience in itself. There's some things and some like no, just no goes at restaurants. Like me and Haley went out to some restaurant. And these people were like, "This lady must have been drunk, dude," because she wasn't like it was at Fifty Fourth Street. She wasn't even waiting for her waitress to come back to the table, order a drink or anything. Like, the bartenders were up there dealing with some shit. She wasn't sitting at the bar. She was at a table with her husband. And she's like, hey, you whipped me up another one of these? And shit from across the restaurant. It's like, either get the fuck up and walk over there or wait for the waitress to come back. Don't shout over everybody else trying to chill. It's <laughs> your order. <laughs> you know, fuck that kind of shit. <laughs> 
it's like my uh, one of my great uncles is just like <laughs> this no fucking self awareness about like hey <laughs> can I have some more sauce? It's like not with that fucking voice, just man. Yelling it out at the restaurant. Yeah, it's like you gotta ask fucking like these people. They're handling your food. And they're handling a lot more than just your taste. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, that's the man. thing that's always you gotta like think about. It's like, go. I love going out in public at time. Like I love going to certain things that I want to go to and go out to eat and shit like oh, that. Yeah. But I also hate going out in public because I always end up getting pissed at somebody in public, being like, "You believe this motherfucker?" You like going to the place, you don't like being like around the people. Yeah. If it was empty in there, it'd be dope. <laughs> I wanted to just get waited on and hang out Here's there. I was thinking about this uh, the other day is like just the, you know, in like you should tip and like it's, a, you know, that's like what the waitresses and waiters are working for and shit like that too. But by the same token, if you're an exceptional waiter or waitress, like, you know, you should, you know, you're going to be making more and like you probably w- would be making more because you're... You're you're there for like your table. You're like you know yeah. serving the drinks. You're like you're really at it. You're constantly like aware. Like you're like okay, you guys need refills. You guys need something else. Whatever. At the same time, like some of the waitresses and waiters that you know just or have a pissy attitude. It's like okay, like you're still probably you know more likely gonna get tipped, but like you're not gonna get anything extra. Fucking act, you know, having like just a, a sour attitude about it whenever no. it's this is your fucking job like what do you mean you're not gonna you know or just like oh just do like shrug or sigh or something about like ordering something it's like this what do you think you're here for <laughs> they take the order it's like i'm not i got that experience what i mean at a waffle house like i really don't give a fuck how nasty and bitter <laughs> people are in there because it, I, I don't expect fucking fine dining when I go there, you know what I mean? No. But, like, definitely the worst waitress experience was at a Waffle House. Like, she was, like, arguing with the... It was just, like, our table. It was, like, one in the morning. I mean, we were teenage boys, so she probably just figured these motherfuckers aren't going to tip anyways and shit. But she was, like, arguing with the cook. And she was short with us the whole time. Like, didn't give a fuck. <laughs> didn't come over, but, like... To hand us our checks after she took our order. And then, like, which it really did, it wasn't going to be that much to come over and check on our table, you know? It's like, all you're doing is arguing with the cook. There's nobody else in here. <laughs> she, like, just came over to give us the checks. And we're like, hey, you think we could uh, get a few pieces of pie as well? And she's like, well, give me the checks back then. I'm like, damn. You're the one that rushed him out. <laughs> like, you didn't even ask if we want anything else. You didn't fucking give us any refills. Like, I just asked for a piece of pie here. Yeah. You got nothing else going on. You just arguing with this bastard over here. So, yeah, I, th- I mean, I think we tipped a little bit then just to prove her wrong because I figured she probably just was like a fucking bunch of teenage boys ain't going to tip shit. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, it was like. I'm not going to tip this lady a lot. She was an asshole. No, you're not going to overperform like it. And I've tipped, like, big-time places whenever the, the, the waiting's exceptional or, like, or, like, you know, I'm saying, like, obviously, like, one of our friends or just somebody yeah. that, that goes, like, you tip, you know, because, you know, they're usually fucking, uh, you know, deal with a lot of shit. And if we're going with a big group of people, especially, or something like oh, that, yeah. it's fucking like, okay, well, but, you know, you got to be 
willingly doing a good job at your job. It's like if you're going to fucking... So Some people are pieces of shit and like they go places and they're like, ah, I'm not going to tip shit. It's like you don't have to. It's like, I mean, then why the, how the fuck do you have enough money to go out if you don't think, you have, you know, if you don't have enough money or, or so act like you don't have the tip? Yeah, I hate people that do that. It's like, man, don't go to a place where you know they're working on tips if you're not going to tip. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And likewise, you know, like we just said, like by the same token... Don't expect to get a fuckload if you're going to have a pissy-ass attitude, either. It's like, don't expect to be over-tipped or even, maybe even fucking cut to 20% if you're that bad. Yeah. But it's like... And there's time, like... And I do like tipping, like, any sort of delivery drivers or, like, waiters, waitresses, shit like that. Like, things where you know they're working on tips. Oh, yeah. Like, when it comes to... Some some places now it seems like they have tips on the screen where it's like what like where it doesn't even make sense. It's like what did you do? What did you do? Flip the screen over to like to actually. It's like you you've talked to me about fifteen minutes about some promotion like, that I don't want to buy. Yeah. But uh, well, you can either tip or leave us a what? Or in a place like. Like you tip your your barber, your tattoo guy, your fucking you know what I'm saying? Yeah, those like places for sure. Yeah, and but you know what I'm saying? Like your stylist, whoever. Like you tip, but like you know some other shit, or like you know obviously you go somewhere for you know pizza delivery, or you know you get delivered to, or you go into a restaurant and stuff like that. But some of these things that you're already yeah. set on it, it's like I'm, anything I'm where not a service is being provided to you, like yeah, like haircutting or yeah, waiters or. Taxi drivers or Uber drivers or delivery drivers, like anything where shit is being done for you so you don't have to do it. Yeah. You should tip. Uber delivery, not rides. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because, like, but it's just so. I mean, it's kind of a fixed rate on Uber, isn't it, anyways? Yeah. Like, you just pay whatever it is. Um. And I mean, you can't, like, just if people are, like, extra nice or they're just, you know, you feel like they deserve a tip or just whatever, but it's. It's also just, you know, there's certain places I feel like it definitely makes sense more than others. You know what I mean? Dude, but, I remember but, this but, guy I worked with, this dude, he would always be bitching at his lunchtime because he'd order shit on DoorDash all the time. <laughs> and his shit wouldn't be coming. He'd be like, what the fuck? It's been 45 minutes or some shit like that. <laughs> he's like, I don't even got a driver or something. And he, would, he said one night, I heard him saying, he's like, oh, you ain't even have, they're like, he's like, oh, you ain't have to leave the tip. You just go to the custom tip and put zero in there. That's what I always do. I'm like, and you wonder why your shit's taking forever to get here, bro. Nobody wants to bring you your shit. No. <laughs> they can see that. They're like, I'm not picking that up. <laughs> like, obviously. They fucking ditch it, man, sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> they ditch the food. There's times where it's like, you, if you leave a tip and they ditch it, you're kind of hurt and pissed. You're like, really? My food's just sitting there. You're like, really, Marcus? You were in fucking line, man. Now I gotta get a whole new driver. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Dude, DoorDash. They you wanna like go get to that. their rating. DoorDash would be shitty with that sometimes. Like, Uber yeah. even would be too, but it seems like they're a little better about it. Well, you said sometimes they'll ditch you on rides and shit even. Yeah. Well, yeah, sometimes. Dude, 
even if you have them scheduled occasionally, it's like they've done that before. Fucking, um, but yeah, it, it really, it's wild out there. <laughs> yeah, especially nowadays, man. Yeah. Well, everything is so fucking expensive. It's like now you get, you know, food delivered or whatever the fuck. Even gro- even the grocery store, man. Like, you shop at Walmart. Like, get food people aren't going to forget. They're like, Walmart's trying to charge like, like five, five ninety eight for like 12 packs of soda. It's like, no, motherfucker. A few years ago, it was like three thirty three. <laughs> Don't bullshit me. It's like, we know how much more expensive it is now. Nobody's yeah, going to forget it. Everything's gone up in price a little bit, for sure. Yeah. I mean, the cost of living is, is a little higher and everywhere, and places, you know, for rent are obviously higher. I was talking to my dad the other day. Like, Rowling's, like, what, like 50 cents a pack or so now? Oh, I don't it's know. It's something. Like, individual packs, I think it's, like... I got, like, a whole pack of ramen, actually, right now. Anywhere between, like, 50 cents to a dollar. And I remember saying that to my dad. <laughs> and then we were talking, because he was like, oh, yeah, Rowling used to be, like, 10 cents a pack or something like that. And I was like, yeah, it's like... I don't even remember what I said. It was like, oh, it was like 50, 60 cents or something like that. Like, That's insane. He's like, oh, man. I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Two whole quarters. I mean, if you look at it like at the spike, but it's funny to think to like out of all things to be like, holy shit about, they're like, dude, about ramen. Yeah. It's like, That's still cheap as fuck. I think you can still get packs, like, I, you know, from uh, Walmart or Aldi or, or wherever. Like, it's still reasonably cheap. I don't know, buy the pack, though, because by the unit, it might be a little more money than the pack. You know what I support like, Arizona tea, man. But, like, you can look at the quality of the noodles. Like, you can make them taste good, but it's like, man, this yeah. motherfucker's, these are dry as shit. Mm-hmm. They got, like, a little, but, do, like, honestly, the chicken, to this day, like, they're still good. Oh, yeah. They're no, still I mean, real good. All those flavors are good. The beef, the pork, the shrimp. I don't know. I can eat the chicken more regularly than any other one. And, oh, the, what's the... There's another... Oh, the creamy chicken is fucking fire, too. It's kind of more yeah. like a... It's a know. finer chicken. Yeah, it's a little better. I still think it's good. The ramen's pretty damn good. But, yeah, Arizona team, man. Gotta support those bastards. They have not raised the price with inflation at all. They still sell them at like one dollar for the big ass cans and their jugs. They fill up to the very fucking brim. Like you open the cap and it's like filled to the very top. <laughs> like these people aren't fucking you. Yeah, man. It, it, which I mean, a lot of people say chip companies are fucking you and stuff, but they have to package shit like that. I think they're, I mean, they're definitely, I've opened bags of chips that are highly, highly disappointing. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, to be honest. I mean, they do have to have the air. These days, like, do you still, I mean, as a whole, like, do you think, like, back into food, I mean, we haven't, I don't even know if we've gotten off food, um, (laughs) but, like, kettle cooked chips versus, like, regular chips, honestly, like, I fucking love kettle cooked chips, like, the crunchiness compared to... And now they're making more and more flavors like than ever, and they actually have the kettle brand and everything, which are making more yeah. flavors. Admittedly, I think I like cooked more for sure. Admittedly, so I think I am too. Uh, the uh, the ones, what were those ones the last uh, seasonal? Like they were Halloween kind of, or uh, apple and vinegar or some oh, sort yeah, of yeah, something big. Yeah, it was apple vinegar, right? Yeah, they were good. Those were good. Dude, too. Those beer cheese ones were fire. Oh yeah. 
The Lay's? <laughs> yeah. And honestly, it all started with some of those mesquite barbecue. Oh my god. Yeah, that's, that's still a legendary chip. And then one time, you're fucking e-cig and you're like lighter or something was in there. I was like, that was... <laughs> that was gross. <laughs> it made me not want the barbecue chips. That was insane how that happened because I was looking for them. I was like, where the fuck is my e-cig at? It was in the bag of chips. How... I think I was sitting on the couch, and you know how it like it like folds in when you yeah, sit. Yeah. I think I had the bag of chips like propped up. It must have been like sitting down like that, and I had my stick up there, and it slid down when I sat down that's right insane. into the chip bag. Dude, I pulled a few out, and I was just holding the bag, and then I saw those metal pieces in there, and I was like, it grossed me out, man. It's usually <laughs> it's usually like hair. <laughs> It's usually like hair that grosses me out. Oh yeah, and hair shit. and food is nasty. <laughs> it's metal. No, but no, but like you think about it, like I mean, it wasn't like it was. Oh, it's been in a bunch of gross pl- like places or whatever. It's just like, oh, yeah. but it's metal. But it just made me feel weird. I was like, what? It's just you're not expecting. Yeah, like, it's, it's just, just sitting in y'all. the bag, so it was uh, surrounded by all the other chips. And I was like, Ugh. yeah, I didn't like that either because my e-cig was all fucking greasy, <laughs> <laughs> tasted like barbecue chips. Oh man, fucking! I almost forgot about those beer cheese ones. Oh, so good. Yeah, those were those were fucking. I haven't seen those in. I'll get the flaming hot ones whenever they're fucking. <laughs> I remember you telling me you're like, this is something disturbing. I find about about when something's flavored hot. It's the only flavor. Like I don't want it hot, but put something else in there. Yeah, but if it's flaming hot, like like the Cheetos are fucking really good. Yeah, they're good. they are. And those are flaming. I like the cheddar jalapeno more, but I now, think I don't like super spicy shit. Buffalo, buffalo flavored stuff is like actually like it's hot, but it's like buffalo, so obviously, yeah. uh, it's some of the best shit. Um, but no, that's it's all good stuff, man. But yeah, just the chips that are like hot flavored. I'm like, <laughs> I'll never buy these. <laughs> Classic hot, dude. I walked into gas station stores like whatever, like you know. And I'll fucking, and I'll have, like, I wouldn't even realize it, but just the stuff that draws my mind, I'm like, oh, I'm going to grab some of these, the hot buffalo chips, and then I'll grab, like, the Tabasco Slim Jim, and then I'll grab, uh, I don't know, like, if you see where this is going already, and, uh, you know, I'll grab, like, oh, like, oh, the heat peanuts, the planters, I'll grab some of those. And it's all this hot shit, and it's all what's in my bag. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, this is, this shit is all spicy. It's all hot. It's going to burn my asshole exactly. in the morning. That's the problem with it, too, is it fucks me up stomach-wise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It doesn't like you on the other end. I think it, it kind of corrupted my insides, man. It just <laughs> went all the way through, like, for years on end, and I would just walk out with hot stuff all the time. Like, I had to really kind of start cutting it down, to be honest. Um, yeah. But, I mean, man, like I said earlier, hot wings, like, my favorite food of all time right now, for sure. Like, number one item of food, hot wings for me. But, like, it's debatable from where, but on the right day, you get hot wings from Emo's, some of the best hot wings of all time. So fucking good. And I know when I order them, you've eaten them, like, a lot of people are like, oh, man, 
Like there, oh, yeah, there's something about hot wings that just almost no other food does. Like my mouth just instantly just starts watering for them. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, like, I mean, they're fucking heat. It is definitely a good food. I, I don't get them like all the time, but I feel like if I get most of the time, if we're like looking at a pizza place, is the time I'll get them. But also, I, you know, deliver a pizza on a couple days a week, so mm-hmm. I can get them. When I want to really now the parmesan and not just that I like chicken wings too like I like the flavored ones the you know oh, the yeah. barbecue or whatever uh, parmesan garlic from St. Louis Pizza and Wings for anybody that ever wants to know fucking superior I'll get those and you just heard me ramble about how much I like spicy food I'll get those over the hot ones a lot of the time because that parmesan garlic is so freaking good uh, it's there's an argument to be made that. St. Louis Pizza and Wings has better sides anyway than than Emo's, to be honest. As much as I know, they're both St. Louis locally owned franchises and places. But St. Louis Pizza and Wings got the mozzarella sticks, they got the habanero, or they got the jalapeno poppers, they got Ted Drew's ice cream, they got salads, they got burgers, yeah. they got funnel cake fries. They just have more sides. They got crab rangoon if you want. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's better than Chinese places crab rangoon, but I'm just saying. If you want size, if you want the pizza, they got more good shit, arguably, at Salem's Pizza and Wings than Emo's. Even though, at the end of the day, I'd probably prefer Emo's Hot Wings over Salem's Pizza and Wings. Yeah, I think I like pizza and wings a little more all together. Over Overall? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's flame, dude. I mean, yeah, because their pizza's really good, but their burgers are fantastic, too. Oh, you do? They're like, they're like fucking four bucks. Yeah. Four ninety nine. You get like a double cheese... And to be honest, I don't know how many times we order the cheeseburger and like a ton of other food. Just we have stuff to take to work the next day and whatnot. It's like it's good food. Yeah. Uh, St. Louis Pizza and Wings is. I mean, all the all those places went up, especially if they're local, because they got to make their money. And they got to get like their ingredients from places. Yeah. And all that shit. Well, and and gas went up, and all these truckers still have to fucking go everywhere and get the get all the supplies. Yeah. You know. So what are we uh, nearing on now? We're getting there, huh? Yeah. Well, fuck. I guess let's start uh, wrapping up. Yeah. Well, we're nearing 50. Um, as always, ladies and gentlemen, a big shout-out to you. Uh, well, we are really thankful for all your support. Anybody listening, really. It's just yeah. other countries. It's, That's crazy. It re- I know. It, you know like, some people are shocked that we even picked up you know, other countries in general. But like anybody that watches, like it's your, your support, your listenership is greatly appreciated. And, uh, you know, we don't always even say that. Like, a lot of times we just roll these episodes out and see what the fuck happens, bring yeah. people in, have a good time, um, have a few beers or so. <laughs> yeah, typically. Been known to happen on this podcast <laughs> at least once or twice. There's been some drunken times <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, we've gotten to 48 because of the listeners, man. We've, we're still fucking going all these, you know, it's been three plus years now. I mean, yeah, we wanted to do it, but oh yeah, big no. reason. And we're doing it for anything to do it. Yeah, we're you know, we're we're still we're still trying to garner the listenership and and people tell mm-hmm. people about it and all the support helps. But I mean, as long as everybody keeps listening, we'll keep doing these things and you know throwing them up there. Like Ian's episode's doing pretty well, and I mean, we got some we got some anticipated guests coming up. So yeah, you'll just have to stay tuned and see what we got planned next. But we want to thank everybody for their support. 
for listening in, supporting us. Um, at times, it feels like we have more support than ever. Like a lot of the people are starting to come out of their yeah. come out of their shells and say, "Oh yeah, yeah, I've been but listening." It also helps that, you know we've been pretty consistent with releasing episodes. Oh yeah, so oh yeah. Since March, we've been we've been back at it hard. And uh, yeah, we're approaching fifty. We got forty nine up next. And uh, we hope everybody tunes in. Hope everybody's doing well. Hell yeah. Alrighty. Well, that'll cap it all off. Till next time. Alright, have a good week. Motherfucking jump shot wet. Same house every day like a cartoon. Uh, they'll never find you in a shot suit. And that will never be a part two. Shit, you're looking at some motherfucking armor. Yeah.